Buick GMC in Finley. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first-year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172-point inspection and seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. First and 10 for Patrick Henry. Krieger driving back to pass. Pump fake. Looking downfield. Rolling to his left now. Pressure coming. He's just going to throw that one away in the sidelines. Incomplete. Second down and 10 as we get this third drive for Patrick Henry underway here from Napoleon High School. 4.55 to go. McComb on top. 7-6 to six on the Rofi Corporation scoreboard. Matt Cotman, the legend Jimmy Nicholson himself, with me in the booth tonight on a very chilly night, I might add. It has gotten cold fast out there. It was so it was so nice this week. It's hard to believe that it's this cold. But uh, you'll see it, Patrick. Like I, I don't know if that's something we've talked about. That Krieger is also the backup quarterback. They had their starting quarterback got got hurt and went down. He sure doesn't look like no backup. But I'm just saying something. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on here as Miranda breaks the tackle past the 40, 35, 30. One man to beat, and he's gonna be brought down as a touchdown saving tackle there for McComb. As it'll now be first and ten from comfortably in Macomb territory as we've been calling we, we've been calling for Houston Miranda to get the ball well he got the ball <laughs> like <laughs> my said, goodness um yeah that, that's all that's all you gotta do I, I was gonna say maybe it's something they don't think they can run the ball up the front with with Macomb's front seven but I really think you just got to keep giving the ball to Miranda over and over again then throw off play action you don't need to throw on first and second down unless you have to so now be first and 10 from the 20 Krieger dropping back to pass, looking corner for Thomas Smith, and it's going to be caught by Smith as he just manhandled the DB, and they're going to say it stands as a touchdown. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of with uh, look like Woodruff or Hepperly down there if I'm trying to read the number correctly. I'm a little shocked there was not an offensive pass interference called on that one. Oh, you know how it is. The DBs can't get any break. If they touch them at all, if you're a defensive back, you touch a receiver, it's a flag right away. The offensive guy can throw you down, grab you by the helmet, still catch a touchdown. Like I said, they need to throw the ball on first and second down. That's clearly. what I told you. That's what I said. You know, clearly <laughs> they, they heard you. I know you mentioned running the ball on first and second down, but clearly they heard in your heart, hey, man, you just got to throw it deep to Thomas Smith and hope for the best. Well, you were starring him earlier as a game-breaker. When you're 6'3 out at receiver, it's, it's a nice uh, nice target. Krieger with the fake run. That one is going to be broken up, so still no two-point conversion completion here for Patrick Henry as the score will remain 12-7 to as Patrick Henry certainly came up with a response quick for that pick six. and Interception, McComb got on the board. It's great. Offense still kind of flat after that first drive. Need to see them come out now and perform in a big way, too. Yeah, I mean, really, they only had three plays. So now just see what they can respond here. Get their defense off the field. I know that most of the time here at D7 football, they're playing both ways anyway. But it's just, you know, it's a different different dynamic when you're playing offense and playing defense. You know, you're, you've got a few guys going both ways. But I know what's McComb got, 25, 20. Yeah, somewhere. Nine right. kids on the team? What, one, so one most of them are playing both ways. I would say one of the smallest rosters we've seen in Macomb for the last five, six years, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about um, Patrick Henry, like, didn't play a Division Seven team all year yeah. until the playoffs. Like, that's crazy to me. Um, you know, it's one of those things driving up here. I'm thinking about how is this game going to go. I'm driving up here with my uh, 
my father-in-law, he's asking me, and I'm like, I'm not quite sure. You know, I'm a bit biased to the BBC. <laughs> I'm thinking, heck, McCombs got, McCombs got this, but it's just like, I don't know. Patrick Kane is pretty dang physical up front. If you can control the line of scrimmage, you got a chance to get Macomb, because I thought they would really have a really good chance of beating Liberty Benton, and they got controlled up front against them as well. So, I mean, well, I guess I just, I don't know. As we have a line drive kickoff here that I'll get to about the 43, Something to add to that wrinkle about Patrick Henry. They did not play any Division 7 teams in the regular season. Their only two losses, both of those teams are playing tonight as well, Liberty Center and Columbus Grove. So when, gotcha. when, you, when you look at Patrick Henry's schedule, I mean, it's just a gauntlet. They probably came into the postseason being like, oh, thank God we get a bit of a break at this stage. I mean, that's the thing. They let in so many teams in it used to be like, oh, you've got to win all yeah, these games. Now it's a battle of attrition. Can I be healthy when I get into these playoffs now? It almost is. Now, do I have my quarterback? Do I have my running back? It's going to be pistol formation for Woodruff. He's going to hand it off, and I believe that is Althauser. It looked like on the carry, as it is Althauser. He picks up about five on the play. And I will say, with the type of game-breaking speed he has, a little surprising first couple carries for him have been between the tackles. Well, you already said we can't run sweeps because you don't like those. Oh, it's just jet, jet sweeps. sweeps. Just jet sweeps. If you're going to run a toss to the running back, I believe in that. That's fine. Just a jet sweep. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Hand off once again to Althauser as he's going to pick up about four on the play. We'll see where they mark him down officially. They have him just past midfield to the 49-yard line, so third down and two. So, yeah, I should make myself clear. It's only jet sweeps. I got you. You don't like the most sweep. This is what I was expecting McComb to come out with. It's weird they came out in that tee and just tried to pound it right at Patrick Henry. I knew they were good up front, but now they're in their spread, giving Allhauser some room to roam. You get five yards on first down, four on second. That's where you need to be. Pistol formation, once again, hard snap count as you have double tight formation on the line of scrimmage. Whitmire gets a snap. It will be a handoff to Allhauser. Does get to the outside, cuts it back towards midfield as he's going to get some room to run and some nice blocking downfield as well. So he's going to pick up that Premier Bank first down and a whole lot more down to the 33-yard line. Yeah, all you could just stop on a dime so quickly. Then he's back to top speed so quick. That's what makes him such a dynamic runner. He's not running you over. He's not one of those guys that can, can do that. But he makes you miss, and he can get to top speed in two steps. I would say listen to the program at 5'10", 160 pounds, and I'm fairly certain that's a generous 160 as they hand it off again to Althauser towards the outside, short side of the field as he gets the first down and a little bit more past the 20 down to the 28 or excuse me the 18 so another nice gain on the play and you know hey you, you got a workhorse put him to work kind of situation yeah he, he's not one Allhauser's not one of those guys that's deceptively fast he looks fast and he is fast and he is hard to he's hard to get an angle on he's hard to get you know get wrapped up he's elusive he, he doesn't try to run anyone over he's always trying to make you miss and that's the kind of running back he is it's been really effective with 2500 yards rushing this year Pistol formation again, Althauser again, carry short side of the field. Nice cut move to the outside, still on his feet. He's going to pick up about six on the play. As I'll make it second down, a pretty manageable four here. 2.08 to go in this first quarter of action. For those of you just joining us, McComb currently down to Patrick Henry in this regional final, 12-7 on the Ropey Corporation scoreboard. Winner of this one takes on the winner of Marion Local and Ansonia. I don't know how much of a consolation prize that is for the winner as that should make for a thrilling state semifinal, regardless of who comes out of both of these regions. Same formation, just flipped to the right side this time. Pistol in the backfield. 
But Meyer gets snapped. It will be a handoff again to Althauser. Althauser cuts back, has some room to run, still on his feet, pushing the pile a little bit down to the one-yard line. So it's going to be first and goal from the one as a little bit of chippiness going on down there between McComb and Patrick Henry on the DB side of things. As, you know, postseason action, McComb being aggressive with their carrying and with their hitting and blocking, really not much of a surprise there. It looked like he almost lost the ball there. Did you see that? The it did like very to rip close. It out of his hands. It was just a weird reaction from Allhauser there, but he hung on to it. T formation as they're going to give it to Allhauser. I believe he's going to be just short as they'll stand on that one. Makes it second and goal from the one as Coach Algie elects to go to that wing T, T formation. What, whatever you want to call it. I, wishbone, wishbone wish, T, whatever you want to call it. Old school. That's the easiest Double way tight to call three it. running backs coming at you. It's a, might as well just have the quarterback open saying, we're running through this hole with that guy on two. Good luck. <laughs> Same formation, T formation in the backfield. It's going to be Wittenmeyer as he pushes forward. He should have enough. We'll wait for the officials here. And he does. A touchdown for McComb with 35 seconds to go in the first quarter. Makes it now 13-12. to 12. Panthers take the lead once again here, looking for the point after try. McComb did their best little Philly special, whatever their little boot. Tush push, is that what they're calling that? What I, are they calling that for Philly I, now? I, I think it's the tush push. That's what I refer to it okay. as. I've also that called it. Was pushing them. I, I've also referred to it as the brotherly shove. Oh, okay. Is what I've also I knew there heard. was another saying. I wasn't sure which one it was. As we wait the point after try here from Meals. Snap is back. Hold is good. Kick is up, and that is going to be no good. Really. It looked it look good. It looked good from up here. It looked, it looked pretty nice <laughs> it from looked up really here. Good. So nice and high. Well, just when you start thinking those, take those extra points for granted, but still has McComb up one since Pat Henry's unable to to get either of their two point conversions. So it's thirteen to twelve, a one point lead as you alluded to for McComb. We're going to keep it here for the time being as we're very very close to the quarter break anyway. So we might as well keep it locked in here. Thank you once again for joining us and. Thanks to you as well, Jimmy. I'm very excited to get, like, I've we've done coaches' shows and stuff like that together. Lance has been singing your praises week in and week out. He, he's made it no secret he's very happy he replaced me with you. <laughs> so <laughs> he's been very vocal about it. But, no, I'm very excited. He hasn't told me that, Matt, so if that's any consolation. He hasn't told me that he's happy. But I, I, I like this crossover. This is like the college, I was like the ESPN and the exactly. NFL crossover. I was like, we're switching radio stations over, you know? It, it, so you, I thought that's what it was like. I, I was like, once I found out you were going to call the game, I was like, I can't miss this. I got to go to Napoleon. I was like, I, I, I heard that Jimmy Nicholson was on the call, and it's like, well, now I have to do it. I mean, got to complete the collection once again. And, you know, get, get a chance to work with my official replacement, too. It's, it's kind of fun. It's like Brett Favre coming back and coaching Aaron Rodgers a little bit. <laughs> this is great. So, <laughs> so we await this Harold Floriana Funeral Home kickoff. See if this one's going to be a line driver. No, they're actually going to put some air under this one. That is returnable for Johnson, I believe, on the return. As he's going to get to the 33-yard line. Once again, seems to be a happy starting point for both these teams. First and 10 from the 33. 30 seconds to go in this first quarter. And, I mean, both these teams, very dynamic teams. Well, if you had told me that there would be 25 points in the first quarter between both these teams, I would have been like, that, that's nice, it's rainy, it's cold. You might have 25 points in the whole game kind of situation, but very high-scoring affair so far. Yeah, I was thinking that before you even mentioned it. It's like you get four touchdowns in the first quarter. That's a heck of a first quarter. That it is. Up-back formation for Patrick Henry. It's going to be a handoff to 
Miranda, not a big gain on this one. Maybe one yard at most, second down and nine. Great job up front by McComb, just getting in the back. They try to run that counter, they try to pull that guard, and he just follows them down and gets him. See, that's another thing. It looked like he got him in the backfield, but he gets a yard or two. So that's the thing with, with Patrick Henry. They're moving people up front. They're still getting that yard or two, and that, that's a quality of offensive line. And that'll do it for the first quarter of action. So one in the books. It's a one-point lead for McComb, 13-12, to 12, as we step aside for a quick timeout here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Due to substantial growth at Morgan Advanced Materials, we're hiring and want you to join our team. If you're looking for a competitive starting wage, Morgan Advanced Materials has production operator positions starting at $19.76 an hour with the potential of up to $23.91 an hour. Join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Fostoria. Call us at 419-360-9751 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go. NWO. As we come back, it's going to be a very high pass from Krieger incomplete. As I was very overthrown intended for Thomas Smith, kind of on a little bit of a hitch and go route there, it looked like. Second down and 10 as we start this second quarter of action. Matt Hopman, Jimmy Nicholson bringing the action live tonight on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online through WBVI.com. Patrick Henry currently moving from left to right of your AM, FM dial or computer screen or phone screen. We don't care. We don't judge. We're just happy that you're tuned in and listening to us. As we're going to see twins to the right and left, so spread formation here. Don't tell them we start saying touch that dial. No one's going to understand what you're saying. I won't say don't touch that dial as Krieger decides to dial it up for himself, Ooh. though. Nice 15-yard gain and another Premier Bank first down, taking that right up the middle. You mentioned that he's their backup quarterback, started as their wide receiver one this year, and you see that athleticism on display. He got rolled up there. I was a little worried about him, but he popped right up. Patrick Henry also makes their quarterback run all the way over to get the play and run back into the huddle. Um, they get that 40 seconds, I guess, after a play, and he's got time to do it. But, yeah, Krieger is impressive. He's a very, very nice football player, especially for a backup quarterback. They let him do – there isn't a play on that play sheet. They're not calling for him. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. Really nice, really nice player. That he is, as we're going to see. Single wide receiver to right and left. Krieger dropping, dropping back once again. Even it downfield, looking for Smith, and it's going to be caught by Smith over the shoulder for a huge reception inside the 15. Out of bounds at the 12. What a catch. He used every inch of that six foot three frame to come down with that one. Krieger heard me complimenting him, so he throws a perfect ball <laughs> right up the sideline to Smith. I mean, I get why you're throwing the ball to 6'3", 175, 
You know, I did play quarterback in high school. I never had any 6'3", 200-pound receivers to throw to either. So it's you got a big target like that in D7 football. It's just it's almost nearly impossible to stop. So not much of a surprise here. I never played quarterback at the high school level <laughs> That's or any skill wide receiver position either. Trips to the left. It'll be a handoff up the gut to Miranda. Miranda trying to bounce to the outside. Good tackle in the backfield from McComb as – Key, the number here, I believe that was Meals that came up with the tackle. Nice job overall as will now be second down and nine as Miranda, after that big run, kind of been held in check otherwise tonight on those carries. Well, they're, they've been passing the ball so much, I mean, it's hard to get the, get the ball to Miranda. I mean, I'm looking maybe to get, a, get him the ball on a swing pass or something in space or maybe a jet sweep or something to him. But, uh, yeah, they've been throwing it effectively. So, I mean, I guess – just do what's working. As they're going to hand it off, and he gets taken down in the backfield. Absolutely no push from the offensive line on that one. No gain, third down and nine once again. And I will say that's a very good point that you brought up with the you know, swing pass to the outside for Miranda. I mean, that is how he got his two touchdowns last week against Hopewell. We're off of those swing passes, so it's something they have in their repertoire. Yeah, he, I think they did the same thing against Arlington in week 12. They just—he's just such—he's such a good running back in space. When he has space, he makes that first person miss. It's one or two cuts. He's not dancing though, but he really makes people miss in the open field. He's really a dangerous weapon out there. So it'll now be third and nine from the eleven yard line. Nine forty-eight to go in this first half of action. Brought to you by Clear Choice Exteriors. Twins to the left. Krieger dropping back the pass. Has some time. He's going to throw it back of the end zone. It's going to be broken up again by McComb. We've seen some fantastic coverage at times tonight. Makes it fourth and nine. That's what I was going to say. We should have known maybe they could have tried to chunk out here. You know you're going to go for it on fourth down if you don't have a field goal kicker, but they go for it all. They had the guy underneath out in the flats, but I bet he's a little scared to be throwing out in the flats right now after Allhauser took it right to the house earlier in the game. So, I mean, hey, they got on a fourth and 15 touchdown down the seam earlier. So, I mean, fourth and nine, no problem at all. Absolutely, and I, I will say I, I give Coach Inselman a lot of credit. It does appear that they go to the school of no risk it, no biscuit when it comes to their offensive play calling. As we're now going to see trips once again to the left. Miranda going to the left of Krieger as well. Gets snap, it'll be a fake handoff. Wide receiver screen, he has some blocking upfield. He gets into the end zone for the touchdown is Landon Johnson. As he got the blocking, found a seam, and he did the rest for him. Nice touchdown here. For Patrick Henry makes the score now 18 to 13. Patrick Henry back in the lead. Yeah, they went trips out there through that the screen out there, just like a little jailbreak. But I didn't see the lineman getting down. There's, they got up field and just got their blocks. He didn't go to the outside. He went right up up through the middle to get that touchdown. You, usually, you see those screens out there. You're trying to get to the outside, trying to get to the pylon, or trying to get that first down. But he cut it up and, and broke a tackle, took it all the way in for six points. Now Landon Johnson, nice catch and run on the screen. As we're going to see them go for two here. You're going to be twins formation to the left, single wide out to the right. Krieger gets a snap. It's going to be a Tebow special, and that is going to be broken up. But a flag comes in. I think we're going to see a pass interference here. And it is going to be a PI against McComb, which, I mean, I guess it's a point after try. You do have to call those. That one seemed to be pretty blatant, but... Thomas Smith did throw down meals in the other end zone. Hey, no, we saw some. Hey, I called the Tebow pass here. Come you on, did. Man, I, there's the thing. When you go to go for two so many times and you score three touchdowns, I mean, you only have so many 
so many two-point conversions played. It's like if you have a, a bunch of baseline of bounds in a basketball game, you only got so many baseline of bounds plays. So, I, I mean, they probably work on them a lot, though, but I'm just I, saying. I, I mean, look, I will give credit where credit's due. You absolutely romo that one flawlessly, calling for the Tebow special. As we're going to see, same formation, and we're going to see a version of it, but it's going to be no good as he elected to just keep it himself as Krieger as he stopped short of the goal line. So 0 for 3 on two-point conversions, and I'm no mathematician, and my sixth-grade math teacher would be happy to inform anyone about that. But they've now left the equivalent of a touchdown out on the field with those three failed two-point conversion attempts. I mean, it just shows you the, you know, the value of a quality kicker, you know, and it's hard in, in D7 football to find somebody, you know, with the enrollment and, and having people that, you know, now with soccer picking up a little bit, it's hard, you know, it's hard to get that, that kid that wants to, you know, put in the time just to be a kicker or anyone that really can kick. I mean, to get the square toe and bash it, but yeah, the two-point conversion was just a quarterback iso and just credit to McComb, they came right down the line and and stopped it, even though it was only like, what, one and a half yards they had yeah, to get, and they, they still have, couldn't get it. Didn't have that far to go, which makes it all the more impressive. Well, I mean, at this at this rate, I mean, you're right. I mean, that McComb just needs to score, and, you know, the extra point. Eventually, they're going to cost themselves a whole touchdown if they keep up at this pace missing the two-point conversions. That they certainly would as uh, – again, I'm going to have to give credit where credit's due. I'm, I'm impressed. Y you, you had it tagged for a Tebow special – I think for maybe the third play of the game, you were seeming to call for it. And they, they ran and they actually ran it pretty well, too. You don't see that happen at the high school level where that's actually run effectively at, like it was. I know how long McComb kids uh, practice football and how much uh, preparation Algy puts in, so I knew they'd be prepared for the Tebow pass. I'm not saying they weren't going to run it, but I know, that, <laughs> I know the McComb coaching staff has, has their kids prepared and their kids put in the time and the effort. Another squib kick once again from Delgado as it gets to the 45-yard line. So it'll be first to 10 from the 45, 9.25 to go in this first half. Brought to you by Clear Choice Exteriors. Give them a call today at 419-435-2161 to set up a free estimate. As I, I, I would imagine at this stage, what we just saw on that, first, that touchdown drive from McComb got to be a lot more of Althauser once again here. Yeah, I'd expect to be in that spread, at least the shotgun, to give Althauser room to run. And they are in that pistol formation. Another handoff to Althauser. Althauser has some room to run. Still on his feet. Spins out of a tackle as he gets it down to the 36-yard line before he's brought down a big Premier Bank first down. And, man, watching Althauser run. He's only listed at 160 pounds. He's still kind of hard to bring down even at that size. My goodness, he carried that defender a good two, three yards with him. That's the thing. When you're so shifty like that, you don't get your arms on him very good. So then... When he, when he can go back up to full speed, it's hard to hang on to when, at that point because you can't get your hands wrapped around him. So it's going to be same formation, pistol in the backfield. They now rotate it over to the right side this time. Hand off once again to Althauser. Althauser going forward, and he's going to get about four on the play. Nice push from the offensive line. Seemed to be a bit of a rugby scrum down there. Second down to pretty manageable. Actually, five. They said he got five on that one. Yeah, McCombs kind of doing something similar. The, the, the push of the offensive line, it looks like they're getting two or three, but you look down the line, this is five yards. This feels like a game. I'm going to say it right now, Matt, so I can get credit for later. This feels like an <laughs> overtime game. I'm not quite sure how we're going to get there with the number-wise and no one can get extra points, but it sure feels like two balanced teams, two well-matched teams that, you know, it's really going to come down to the end is the way it feels. As they're going to stuff this one at the line of scrimmage, no gain for Althauser as they were able to sniff that one out in a hurry. And I'll tell you what, I get that vibe. 
as well, where it's either overtime or this is going to be a last man standing, yeah. last possession kind of game because I, I think you just hit the nail on the head. Th these are two teams that almost play it identically. So they're going to know each other's strengths and weaknesses because they have to do this week in and week out against themselves in practice. So I, I'm, I'm getting that vibe. I'm, I'm going to lean with you on that one. Handoff once again to Althauser. A bit of a delayed handoff as he's going to get about four on the play. Forward progress was stopped before the nice extracurricular push there. Makes a fourth down and a pretty manageable, I'm going to say yard at most, maybe a half yard here. He's pretty short. I was saying, well, they were moving him up. I didn't know if he got that far. That far. Yeah, I was thinking like a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Not quite the show that a D7 running the football, but, you know, the last person to get that ball is going to go down and win. It does kind of get that vibe. But. Hey, I'll tell you what. A Houston-Miranda-Braxton-Althauser rivalry matchup sounds pretty darn good, too. T formation is going to be a handoff up the gut as they're going to get the first down and a little bit more there down to the 22. As that was Brad Meals on the carry, the number two running back. So that'll be enough for a Premier Bank first down. And, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe not this year, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. It seems like they're both kind of hit and miss right what? now. The offensive coordinator gets fired. That's no big deal. It's fine. Everything's okay. Back to the pistol formation. It's going to be another handoff to Althauser. As he gets taken down, still picks up about two on the carry. But that was a good tackle in the backfield by... 33, and Crichton is, my goodness, he was able to get back there in a hurry, but nice job by Althauser. This is, this is the time as a play caller. You start to see everybody creeping in. Everyone's in. Everyone's coming. This is the time you throw a play action here, but now McComb's coming back into the spread, but I would have liked that. They got Meals in at quarterback here, it looks like, as well. does look like Meals in at the quarterback, so it'll be a QB keeper for Meals. Mills has a little bit of room to run as he gets away from a tackle, still on his feet, spins out of another one, down inside the 10 to the 7-yard line, it looks like. I'm not seeing any laundry either, so that should be a first down here for McComb and a nice run there for Mills out of the Wildcat. Yeah, they just fake, they fake that sweep. He keeps on the counter. I think that's the best play that I see McComb run. It's one of the most unstoppable plays that they, they run. They run it the best. And Mills with a hard run just with a spin. Always getting the shoulders. I know he's a hard-nosed kid. He's been the same size he's, he's been right now since seventh grade uh, when he dominated my junior high football team. Uh, I'm not bitter about it at all. He, and we never tackled him once, and uh, I oh. know he's a real hard-nosed kid. Hold up. There was a flag actually thrown, and at this stage, I'm just going to say it needs to be like neon yellow with, like, sirens coming off of it. As I didn't see the flag either, Matt. Well, I th these, this this green's got the different texture of they're rolling it one way, they're rolling it the other. It's like a light green. It's a little, a little uh, lime green almost. And I'll it give you, I'll, I'll, I'll say lime green. Worth knowing it was a dead ball foul, so that must have been something, a little bit of extracurriculars after the place. So oh, first, okay. First down does stand, so it's still first and 10. But now from instead of inside the 5, it's down to the 22-yard line. This will be a handoff to Althauser as he's taken down in the backfield. No gain on that one. Well, that's what I was going to say. This is why we were spoiled, Lance and I, on week 12. They commented up and told us what was going on in that game. They stopped. They looked at us. I felt like I was an NFL broadcaster, colored man. They're telling us what's going on. These guys just say, we don't care about you guys. We're going. This game's, this game's got an actual pace to it, and they're playing football. Well, Jimmy, unfortunately, I'm here, so it tends to follow with me as we go. Uh, but we, we will be happy to write a strongly worded letter to the management after this one. T formation will be a handoff once again. That is Meals this time on the carry. If I caught the number correctly. So he's
picked up about five on the play. Makes it pretty manageable. Third down and fours. We do have a scoring. Oh, my goodness, we have a scoring update. Okay. So from the other regional final, Columbus Grove on top 17 to nothing against Bluffton, and that's in the second quarter. And really? Wow. Okay. I was not expecting that to be a score that we'd see tonight. All righty. So we got pistol formation here. Jumbo pistol formation. Hand off to Althauser. Althauser cuts back as he gets met immediately by a linebacker there. Get you the number in a moment as I believe that was six. I believe. Six. Or number five, excuse me, Landon Johnson. They actually credited with the tackle from the safety. Was it? It was a nice, it was a nice open field oh, tackle. Yeah. You don't not see Allhauser go down like that. He's still scoring for get three or four yards to make it a fourth and manageable here for McComb, but like you said, you just don't see people tackle him one on one like that. Save the tape. That doesn't happen often. <laughs> you got to game tackle him. Fourth down and two. Good snap. It will be a handoff. That is to Meals, and I don't think he got it. We'll see what the official spot is. He might just be a bit short. I thought he got it, but it doesn't look like the mark's very good. From what I see from up here, I thought Meals got spun around. And had a chance to get that first down, but the mark is not very That's good. A bad and they're not spot. even they're not even gonna entertain us with a with a marker. Yeah, yeah I, it looks that is crazy. I can see the marker where it's at, just past the. Yeah, they're they're saying he missed 14. it. They're saying he missed it by about a quarter of a yard. But I'm with you when he got hit. It looked like he was at about the 13 yard line. Wow, is Algie even complaining? I don't know. Wow, never mind. Like, like I said, the pace of this game, these refs got places to go, or it must be really cold. We're up in a nice warm press box. It, so. it is pretty darn cold out there. I mean, I get it to a point. It'll be a fake handoff. Krieger throwing backside, and it's going to be incomplete, broken up again. Nice coverage downfield, as it looked like that was Althauser again on the coverage. Nicely done. Makes it now second down and 10, and... I give Patrick Henry credit. Like you said, they must have gotten the tape from that Pandora-Gilboa game, and they know that, they, that you can try and go downfield against this McComb squad. Well, they keep forcing the, the ball down to Thomas Smith. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to blame him. You know, like I said, it's 6'3". He's got, you know, 5 to 6 inches. If Allhauser's 5'10", I guess. If you think he's 5'10", I'm not sure. But um, I can tell you that Smith looks like he's 6'3". So he's got such a height advantage, and he just threw that one up. It really was a good ball. Um, Smith just misjudged it. Trips formation to the left. Krieger dropping back. It's going to be a QB run. Trying to get upfield. Gets a little bit there. And he's going to be taken down just short of the 20. And Okay, now let's see where they spot it because one official has it almost at the 21. Okay, they did mark it correctly. Just south of the 20-yard line. We do have another scoring update. So that Grove-Bluffton game, the winner of that one takes on the winner of Versailles versus Anna. And the score in that Versailles 21 to nothing against Anna right now is... Whew, that's, those are turning into a bit of runaways down there for that uh, Division Six regional finals. Two backs in the backfield with Krieger, one is the up back. Gets snapped, it will be a handoff to Miranda. Miranda spins away from one defender, still on his feet. Past 35-40, 45-50. He has one man beat, is he gonna beat him? No, he's not gonna be taken down at the 26 yard line, but another huge run for Miranda. Just on those two carries alone, probably over 100 yards on the night already. As soon as he broke through there, I was thinking, 
I don't think Olhoff is going to let that happen. And there he came. He just came and ran him down like it was nothing. But good job by Miranda. He's got great speed, but Olhoff just has next next level speed. And you're good luck taking one pass 50 yards to the house against Macomb. Yeah, especially all, uh, against Olhoff. I mean, he just has that extra gear that when he hits it, that very few can keep up with him. But, but great run by Miranda. They're just Patrick Henry, credit to them, and doing a great job up front. Handoff once again to Miranda, running with the hot hand here as he gets it down inside the 20 to the 18-yard line, it looks like. So a gain of nine on the play. As I'll make it second down and two. 2-10 to go in this first half of action. And, I mean, th they've been making this move. This has been a win sprint for a game with now five touchdowns, six touchdowns in it, excuse me. Or five, excuse me. Yeah, we're, we're less than an hour, and there's been a lot of touchdowns. They just, the pace of this game is really fast-paced, and there's not there's not very incomplete passes. No, there aren't. Twins to the left. Single wide out to the right. Miranda in the backfield with Krieger once again. Gets snapped. It will be a handoff to Miranda. Miranda, oh, the turf monster got the better of him there as he got tripped up. No game, maybe one at most. Third down. Yeah, he would have had that first down easily, but just stumbled on his own two feet there. Um disappointing for if you're a Patrick Henry fan that's for sure but oh they get they got four, they got two more downs okay and they got, you know they're they're not kicking a field goal they're, they're definitely going to go for this on fourth down if they didn't get it here so really not a big deal I mean that's true the, the clock's the only thing that's going to stop them with a minute minute 12 left that is true a minute 12 left to go in this half no timeouts have been used yet as it'll be Krieger on the QB keeper and he kind of trips up on his own two feet and we're going to see where they mark him down. They're going to say he's short of the first down markers. We do have our a timeout maybe taken as now we do with 56 seconds left. So a timeout on the field. This timeout brought to you by Reineke Ford in Fostoria. Get your key from Reineke as, I mean, for Patrick Henry, that's two plays in a row where it looks like something like they got tripped up or something like that in the backfield. Krieger had the lane. Oh, yeah, Just yeah. unable to come up with anything. Yeah, he tripped a little bit, too, on that turf. There must be some turf monsters out there jumping around getting them. They put 102 back on there, too. Wasn't at 56. I would look for Patrick Henry to go back to that spread, maybe go out to that trip, maybe get that dump out, out there. Seems like McCombs really doing a good job up front here on these short short yardage. Seems to get the ball back out that screen they scored on earlier. Something outside the tackles. Certainly seems like there's some potential there, as it does look like they're having a bit of a uh, – Hype-up session there with Jorge Delgado. Also goes by George Delgado, their guard. So maybe something involving a pool here as they got him a little going on the sidelines during the timeout. So fourth down and two from the 18. 102 left to go in this first half of action. They went right to spread. I think Jimmy's going to Romo this one once again. Twins the right and left. It'll be a handoff to Miranda. He's going to be taken down. I don't think he got it. He's well short. Another Big stop for Macomb defensively. Turnover on downs. It's going to be first and 10 Macomb with just under a minute to go. You know, I, I wonder what Macomb's going to do here. Um, you know, I, when I looked up, it was three minutes to go, and Patrick, they had was like a third down, but then Miranda busted off that. I was thinking they could get a stop and maybe have a chance to go in the score. Now with 57 seconds left, feels like Macomb's really hasn't – I mean, Patrick has got the better of Macomb this half. I mean, do you just kind of think, okay, we'll go into halftime down five here. You know, we're only, you know, five points down. Or you try to force something here with 54 seconds left, 57 now, seconds left. Now, I would say maybe they'll pass, but looking at the stats from last week's game for McComb, they didn't pass a single time in that game. I can honestly say I've never seen a stat line that looks like that. 
Well, you haven't called very many Arlington games. They don't pass the ball very much either. Not often, but that is very <laughs> true. They still get a few here and there. Pistol formation as we have this one waved dead by the officials. The timeout's going to be taken by McComb. And obviously Coach Algy saw something he either didn't like or maybe something that he could switch up here to really exploit as it'll be a timeout taken by McComb. They're first. They do have two timeouts remaining in this first half of action as, yeah, I mean, again, you've seen a lot more McComb than I have. Is this a situation where they do have with uh, Whitmire where they can actually get it downfield in the passing game, or do you really just rely on Althauser? We haven't seen Whitmire that, uh, behind the behind the center or in the shotgun or however you want to say, under center. Um, we haven't seen him play quarterback much tonight. At least I haven't. They've been under center. They, they rotate quarterbacks so effortlessly that like, you don't even notice it as an announcer almost. But, I mean, really what McComb is probably going to do here, if I was coaching, I have Althauser. I have one of the best players in the area and uh, one of the best players probably in the Division Seven football. I'm gonna try to at least get him the ball in space. I'm gonna pitch it to him. I'm gonna run it to him. Especially if you got that speed, he can take it 80 yards. It's not a problem at all. So you're definitely not gonna kneel it or sit on it. You're gonna try to put it in your playmaker's hands. I would think. And we'll see what they do here. It's gonna be pistol formation. Althauser lined up in the backfield. Good snap. It will be a handoff to Althauser. Althauser trying to get to the outside. He's got a little bit of a lane there as he's still pushing the pile forward. Gets the first down. Pile still moving forward as they finally bring him down. At the 34, as we'll have a timeout immediately taken by McCombs. So they burn their second timeout there. I, I think you called it there once again. That, that's your third time, by the way, in this game that you've called it pretty much spot on. We, we might have to have a talk about, uh, you know, basketball is all fine and good, Jimmy. We seem to be calling it quite nicely what to do offensively here. Well, I call the plays for junior high footballs. No, <laughs> you know what? That's on me. That's on me. I get it. I understand. <laughs> I totally no, you understand. Just, you just know. I mean, like I said, I think he just he saw something there. He, they went, they went, bunched everybody in. But if you looked at that, Patrick Hitter didn't have anybody deep. They were still playing like a normal, a normal down and distance. So I mean, if Allhauser get through there, there's not someone where Patrick Hitter is going to catch him. So I mean. I would expect more of the same, maybe run to the far side here, even though you do like options to the short side, Lance told me, so maybe they could try the option to the short side of the field. You know, it's one of my favorite plays in the world. It's right up there with the jet sweep and what I call the swinging gate formation on extra point plays. <laughs> well, they have the whole U special teams unit, except the lawn snapper and uh, kicker lineup. Oh, that's a conversation for another time. Here we go. Pistol formation once again. It'll be another handoff short side to Althauser as he's going to pick up about six on the play. And we're going to see, as they're not going to call their final timeout yet, they're going to get right back to the line and try and run a play here. But they are burning a healthy amount of time. Yeah, I was surprised they called the timeout initially because you know, this clock, it stopped, clock stops with the first down. Be a handoff once again to Althauser. Althauser is going to be short of the first down marker. And, that, I mean, I, I guess go, go, go with what brought you here, but still a little surprising not to see any type of pass or even a swing pass at this point to Althauser the outside. Yeah, or a jet sweep that you don't like, but it's still something like that. You can get it outside. Any way to get it outside would be the key. I would expect them at least to go spread here um, on a third show. That was their last timeout because they burnt that timeout. Just not really the on greatest the clock down, management. Yeah. I mean, for Algie, I mean, really they burnt one before they even got going. 
They got a first down, which I thought they could have at least spiked it or at least ran another play. So they, they burn a timeout when the clock does stop for a first down. But they do start it a little quicker these days than they used to. I remember when I was a kid, they'd wait for them to run the chains up there. It was an extra 10, 15 seconds. Now they, like, get the ball set up and then they run it again. But well, I, I it was saves just, you a few more. Times. I would say back when I played, you know, many, many moons ago, you were basically able to call a huddle play as yeah. they were getting the first down going. As It'll be a QB keeper as they're going to get the first down here as the clock does stop very briefly. So they should spike this one. As it was Woodruff on the carry this time. So they are going to spike this one as they get set. As Coach Inselman wanting a false start, and he's going to get it as they did not have their receiver set in place yet when they spiked that ball. I thought they could have they pulled that off as a motion guy, but I think he went forward a little bit right in front of Coach Algie there, and it was definitely legal procedure they don't run clock off in the high school game i wouldn't think no not the high school level they wind this clock then they do so that's gonna be it that's i mean they have four seconds they might be able to pull something off here get the snap rolling to his right he's gonna heave it up hail mary play for old and that's gonna be intercept no broken up instead so First and only pass of the half falls incomplete as the score will stand 18 to 13. Patrick Henry on top. They did the old fake Dan Marino fake little spike and just throw it down the field. He had it right in his hands. He had he had blockers with him. He would have had a chance to maybe take that one the distance as well. And he just uh, fell right through his hands. So unfortunately it's gonna fall short, but McComb only down by five. They do get the ball to start the second half of action as well. So one half in the books. 18 to 13, Macomb down against Patrick Henry in this regional final. Winner of this one gets to take on, well, I, I don't know if it's take on or just get the luxury of competing against the winner of Ansonia versus Marion Local. We'll bring you that score here in a little bit. But in the meantime, we're going to step aside for a timeout. When we come back, it'll be your O&N halftime show. Then we'll get you ready for the second half of action here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, 
There are ironworker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Ironworkers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to 1831 after 90 days with a shift differential of 25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria, Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if Auto Owners make sense for you. Great news, Fostoria. The new watershed near the corner of 4th and Finley Streets is now open. This watershed offers another convenient location in the southwest corner of town to purchase pure water. You can also use the watershed off of Plaza Drive. Both watersheds are open 24-7 every day of the year. So grab your quarters and your containers and head to the closest watershed near you. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. 
The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Saying goodbye to summer is less sad when you realize your favorite fall flavors are here at Bigby Coffee. Celebrate the return of our sweet foam pumpkin cold brew, pumpkin spice latte, and our caramel apple cider. Pair these delicious fall sips with our maple waffle sandwich or pumpkin muffin. Available for a limited time at one of the two Big B Coffee locations in Findlay, one on Trenton Avenue and one on Tiffin Avenue. Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. Our Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. My mom always said, if there's dust, then make the most of it. Learn the alphabet. Hi, this is Dawn from the Classic Hits Morning Show. Don't mind the dust at Morgan Advanced Materials because they're making some pretty cool stuff for some really cool markets. Morgan Advanced Materials makes products that go into space, into the semiconductor industry, and in wind turbines. Now that's pretty cool. Join their team. Apply at MorganAdvancedMaterials.com, where they're making this world a pretty cool place. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. 
Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria, Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District now has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Watersheds are located off of Plaza Drive on the north end of town and our newest location near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Just bring your own containers and fill up for a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For all locations, go to nwwsd.org. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. 
At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new-to-you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Saying goodbye to summer is less sad when you realize your favorite fall flavors are here at Bigby Coffee. Celebrate the return of our sweet foam pumpkin cold brew, pumpkin spice latte, and our caramel apple cider. Pair these delicious fall sips with our maple waffle sandwich or pumpkin muffin. Available for a limited time at one of the two Bigby Coffee locations in Findlay, one on Trenton Avenue and one on Tiffin Avenue. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. My mom always said, if there's dust, then make the most of it. Learn the alphabet. Hi, this is Dawn from the Classic Hits Morning Show. Don't mind the dust at Morgan Advanced Materials because they're making some pretty cool stuff for some really cool markets. Morgan Advanced Materials makes products that go into space, into the semiconductor industry, and in wind turbines. Now that's pretty cool. Join their team. Apply at MorganAdvancedMaterials.com, where they're making this world a pretty cool place. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go. NWO. 
Hey, Premier Bank All-Stars. Bank like an MVP with our certificates of deposit. Enjoy 5.25% APY when you open an eight-month CD. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash CD to view offer details or stop into your local branch to open an account today. $500 minimum to open and earn the disclosed annual percentage yield. Offer only valid for funds that currently on deposit with Premier Bank and is subject to change without notice. Premier Bank, powered by people. Member FDIC. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Corn Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Summer sell-down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first-year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172-point inspection and seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new-to-you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. 
We're making your summer a little sweeter with the addition of the Campfire Latte. This drink carries notes of mocha, hazelnut, and toasted marshmallow to deliver on our favorite campfire treat. Topped with whipped cream and graham cracker bits, this drink is delicious whether it's served hot, iced, or frozen. Make your way to one of the two Big B Coffee locations in Findlay, one on Trenton Avenue and one on Tiffin Avenue to treat your taste buds to a taste of the campfire without the smoke. Due to substantial growth at Morgan Advanced Materials, we're hiring and want you to join our team. If you're looking for a competitive starting wage, Morgan Advanced Materials has production operator positions starting at $19.76 an hour with the potential of up to $23.91 an hour. Join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Fostoria. Call us at 419-360-9751 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. It's a new year and doctors Ryan Kinn and Tim Sulkin are encouraging everyone to make this the year to focus on your health. Everything you eat goes through your mouth, so the key to a healthy body starts with a healthy mouth. It's never too late to improve your smile. The doctors can help guide you on your journey to a healthy mouth. Everyone deserves a beautiful smile. Together, they will make it happen. Schedule an appointment today at 419-435-6700 and get the beautiful mouth you've always wanted. Keeping up with maintaining your well or filling your cistern can be costly, and no one likes the taste of sulfur water. That's why the Northwestern Water and Sewer District supports our rural communities by offering safe, clean, affordable water at our watershed locations. Watershed water goes through a nine-step water purification process and tastes great. Bring a one or five gallon container and fill up for just a quarter a gallon and try watershed water today. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Think you can't qualify for a car loan because of your past credit, bankruptcy, divorce, even repossessions and charge-offs? Well, think again and turn the corner to Warner. Warner Buick GMC can help you find the money you need for a car. Call 419-423-7161. That's 419-423-7161 or apply online at warnerbuickgmc.com. Let Warner help you get a car today. For price, selection, and service, Warner won't be beat. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Summer sell-down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first-year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172-point inspection and seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. 
Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we've built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Back we are here for the second half of action from Napoleon High School. 18 to 13, Patrick Henry on top. And we're going to get this second half started with McComb getting the ball. And it's going to be out of bounds and a bit of an interesting decision yeah, there. Say, what are you going to comment on that one? That on the kickoff, it was going out of bounds. And Woodruff actually followed it out of bounds, grabbed it, and then dove out of bounds. He, he went out of It was a smart play. I thought they were going to give it to him. He was out of bounds and then touched the ball. So I think they were saying he's out of bounds. They're, yeah. They didn't fall for it. Those refs didn't fall for it. It's McComb's ball inside their own 20 at the 15-yard line. So he tried. There's no trickery work with this uh, referee crew. I mean, shenanigans were <laughs> implemented. Some tomfoolery did occur. But unfortunately, it did not work. So it's now first and 10 from the 15 as it looks like we're going to have Wildcat formation as that is Meals in at quarterback, and he's going to take it short side of the field for maybe a gain of one on the play as I mean, now second down and about 10 here. Yeah, I was, I was hoping, I was just going to look at the stats here. I was thinking. Oh, well, these, they, they, these they were halftime stats. They didn't, they didn't give the ball to anyone but all Ozzer, you know. I mean, you want to give him the ball 40 times. Meals is more than a capable runner as well. They can mix him in there. Maybe that's something they're going to try to do this half. Yeah, I'll say worth noting, Braxton Allhauser, 18 carries, 115 yards in the first half of action. As we're going to see spread formation to an extent here. Get snap as we're going to see them drop back to pass. They have a man open. It's going to be caught by number nine. I believe that's Woodruff as he takes it down to midfield for a big first down as that was Meals as... Okay, I guess Meals can run it, and he can throw it, so why not? Let's see if he can throw it, and he does for a big first down. Not to criticize Meals, but he's got his hand up like that's going for a touchdown. He throws a nice nice pass on a big post over the middle. There's no safety over top for Patrick Henry. It's a great play call and a perfect throw by Meals. Yes, Meals now checks in at wide receiver, so it's back to Wittenmeyer. It'll be a handoff to Althauser. Althauser trying to get the outside lane. Not a whole lot there. Picks up maybe one with forward progress, second down and nine. And kind of reminds me of a couple weeks back uh, over on uh, WFOB when we called Mommy versus Fostori. They had Trenton Smith come in at quarterback in that game. He goes off for 360 yards and five touchdowns, and he's their slot receiver throughout the whole season. It's These kids are all throwing the football these days, Matt. Okay, they can run it, they can throw it, they can catch it, they can do whatever they want. There might be hope for me yet as a quarterback. Shotgun formation is going to be a keeper for, Wood for Wittenmeyer. And that just didn't work. <laughs> It'll now be no gain on the play, third down and nine. And, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to say, but maybe put Meals back in there and see if he could heave it downfield again. I mean, Whitmire is their big quarterback that throws the ball. It's 220. That, that was their small one. That was, that was oh, Woodruff. That was, that, that, was Wood Wood well, that was Woodruff, wasn't it? I believe so he, he doesn't run the ball as effectively, I don't believe. I just haven't seen as much of a Whitmire at receiver at quarterback tonight. 
Yeah, my, apo my apologies. That was Woodruff as we do have, now we have Wittenmeyer in at quarterback, it looks like. I can yes. just tell by the size, 220 pounds compared to the other one. That's Okay, you know what? To be fair, there is a certain eyeball test situation there that does work. As we're going to have a timeout by Patrick Henry. That is a big timeout here. 10-13 to go in the third quarter, burning their first timeout. Patrick Henry does not have a strong enough lead to be comfortable burning timeouts like that. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's also early, so it's not really going to be something that's uh... – you're going to dwell on. you got to make sure you're getting a stop here. This is important. You know, you're up You're up by five. This possession is valuable. If you don't like what you, the look you got with, with the explosive power that McComb has, you don't want to have somebody in the wrong position. And Allhauser takes it all the way to the house here. you got a five-point lead. you got to protect that. So a quick scoring update for you. Marion Local currently on top against Ansonia. 20 to nothing as they just got into the third quarter of their matchup there. Was it Grove on there? I can't find Grove. I just I thought it might be right beside that one. Yeah, I, I was I, curious. I mean, I can find Columbus Grove real quick as we do have this timeout. Once again, timeouts brought to you by Reineke, Ford, and Fostoria. Get your key from Reineke as the score now stands 17-3. to Columbus Grove on top in the third quarter of their matchup against Bluffton. So a little bit of runaways on the other ends of these, conf these regional finals here. Is see what happens now. Third down and nine. It is Wittenmeyer in at quarterback. Drops back to pass, looking downfield, looking, might have a man open in the middle, and it's caught by his receiver for a big first down, and then a little bit more, as that is going to be Woodruff on the reception, as that's a huge first down, and, well, I guess you see why Wittenmeyer's usually the one throwing the ball for McComb. He's just such a big, strong athlete at 220 pounds and 6'2". He can see over the line, he can throw it, he can run it too, I've seen him take... 40, 50-yard touchdown runs. They just haven't used him tonight. That hasn't been part of Algie's attack in McComb offense, but I know he can do it. I've seen it all year. As we see now, first and 10, as it'll be a handoff to Althauser. Althauser trying to push forward as he's going to be short of the 10-yard line. Gets it down to about the 11. It's my apologies, Brad. Neal's on the carry. Yeah, I would look for McComb. I know they, they were pretty – they run that T or wishbone, the three-back set, double touch. They've run that play every single time out of that formation. I would keep waiting for them to maybe do a you know a play action or a boot or some um, some sort that might might throw Patrick Henry off. But a boot would be impressive to see out of that. That's for sure. Same formation. It's going to be there. It is. He calls it. It's a boot by Woodruff as he takes to the backside, gets away from one defender, and gets forward past the ten yard line down to the seven. So he's going to be just short of the first down marker, but a nice gain. And man, you've been calling them most of this night. I need lottery numbers after this game. Off air especially. I'll split it with you. Don't worry. I wish it was that easy. I can't even, I can't even win at Keno, Matt. But it's, it's just, if you just look, there's so many people in the box. When you're calling the plays here, you just got to pay attention to those kind of things. And they just keep running the same play. And obviously, they're pretty effective at it as well. Going to hand it off once again up the gut as a flag comes in late. Did see that one. Got to imagine this could be a holding variety. As it does look like they're calling it against McComb. Oh, no, actually. Is that a penalty against Patrick Henry? Does I think he's seen the legal chop block on the defense. You don't see often. I know Lance and I saw that one other time earlier this year, but. It is an illegal chop against the defense. That is, you do not see that get called often. That is a very rare occurrence. It's the first time we've heard the officials today too, hasn't it? There's yeah. been some other flags, but now we can hear them clearly that time. I don't know. Um, I actually know that one of the ref here is from Arlington, too. 
um, Zach Metzger's calling us. I saw his wife down there. I was like, I thought it was deja vu here all the way from North Foley and all the way. And I saw his daughter. I was like, that girl looks just like his daughter. And it was. So, man, crazy. Well, maybe they got the mics warmed up so that way they can use <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> T formation once again. It'll be another handoff. That is to Althauser. Althauser looking for the end zone, and he's going to be just short, so it'll be second down and goal. 8.15 to go in this third quarter of action as Althauser comes up skipping. Initially, I thought was about to think, oh, no, worst-case scenario, he might be hopping a little bit. No, he's just feeling good after that run. That's the thing. McComb runs that. They run that off tackle, and they kind of block it wherever you want to go. If you want to go inside, they'll take you inside, and Althauser just bounces it out. Tough play to stop. Same formation. It'll be a handoff. No, keeper for Woodruff, I believe, as I think he's in. Yes, he is for the touchdown. As Chase Woodruff runs it in from one yard out. So There's now. flags everywhere. Flags everywhere, Matt. I know. Can you see it on the five this time? This time I do I see it, but I thought it came in late. Okay. So I'm thinking it might be after the play. We'll find out here. I mean, this is the old double dive play you used to see back in the day. This is like an old 70s, 80s film I'd watch. My father-in-law, they put the 70s, they, they fake it to that first back, and they give it to the second guy. You just don't see that very often. Algie brings that old-school um, running style, and it, it was one of those. I thought he gave it to the first guy, but nope, here comes the second guy, and he got in. Get Let's it. just see if it stands. Now, so that is the million-dollar question. They are talking with Algie on the sideline here. Man, it's a possibility. I mean, talking with Algie and trying to talk with the McComb players, it could be something against Patrick Henry as the touchdown will stand. As it is a personal foul against Patrick Henry, and they're going to enforce it on the kickoff. So the chippiness comes back to bite Patrick Henry as the touchdown stands, and it's going to force them back on the kickoff even more. I'm surprised they didn't take it on the extra point. You just get the two-point version to go up by three. But I guess field goals don't mean much. But still, that's a half of a touchdown if you can stop from getting the two-point conversions like they've done all that. that so was, I mean, I'm thinking the same thing as we'll see the snap here. Snap is back. Hold is good. Kick is up. And this one definitely is good as that was right down the middle. So the score now stands 20-18. to 18 And, yeah, I'm with you. It's like, why not try for two there? See what you can get. Yeah. Well, Regardless, I mean, the way this is going, there's going to be four or five more touchdowns. So, I mean, it's, you never know. I mean, guess you just take the automatic points. You want to push Patrick Henry back, make them go, hopefully, you know, 80 or 90 yards here, depending on the kickoff here. If Coach Algie's got some kind of squib or a high kickoff or something to try to pin him back, because 15 yards on the kickoff is a really a big deal as well. That it certainly is. And it is worth noting, I mean, the R side of that, too, really does speak a lot to how much Coach Algie trusts his defense to get a stop here in this third quarter as well. Where it's like, hey, we're not going to take it on the extra points to try for the two. We'll take that two-point lead as we just got a scoring update for Coldwater versus Liberty Center. That one is tied up at seven, which last year Liberty Center absolutely rolled over Coldwater to move on to the state semifinals. So apparently that's become a much closer game as We'll keep getting you scores as they become available. As they will be kicking this one from Patrick Henry's 45-yard line. My goodness. Yeah, I, I wonder if them, this kicker, I know they don't, they don't have the best kicking game either. You, you think you take the guaranteed one point, but we saw him miss an extra point earlier. That was the other thing I was worried about for McComb. It's like, this is not a guaranteed point either, but that was a nice kick extra point he had. Let's see if he has a leg to kick this through the end zone. I was just saying, it's like, man, it'd be cool if he could put it through the uprights from here. Looks like he's trying for it. It's back and, oh, it's going to be no good wide to the left anyway. But it is a touchback, so it'll be first and 10 from the 20. Now, to be perfectly fair, if it was Leal, the kicker from Lakota, 
who we've seen this season at different points. Word on the street, we've actually gotten this from people that are Lakota fans and have uh, family members that are on the team. Apparently, he hit six field goals this year from 50 yards or more. That's impressive. And he's going to be a junior, so it's like, pay attention to the name Leal from Lakota. If you hear about some kid just connecting on like a 70-yard field goal at some point. Is Lakota bad at football? They're ish at football, oh, okay. put it that way. I just thought they the, 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 they're, they're on the up and up. Okay. As there'll right. be a keeper for Krieger as he spins out of a tackle, still on his feet. Actually has a bit of a lane now. Hold everything. 35-40, 45-50. He might take the distance. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Patrick Henry. A 80-yard touchdown run by Krieger. Puts Patrick Henry back on top. What a huge play for Patrick Henry. My goodness, what a run. That is just deflating if you're a Macomb fan. They got two guys there, wrap him up, spin him around. He does his best Barry Sanders impression to spin out of that. And like you said, I didn't think he had the they had blocky down on the edges. The receivers both got a block. He ran right through there like it was an ISO on the outside and nothing but speed. I, I kept looking for Allhauser to come out of nowhere, and I don't know where he was on that play. And Ran well, that one in easily. I was saying, it looks like Oldhauser may have just checked in, as I did just see him jog in from the sideline. So he might have actually not been out there for that particular play. As we're now going to see the two-point conversion attempt, twins to the right. Krieger gets a snap as we're going to have a flag immediately. Got a false start against Patrick Henry. And, I mean, an 80-yard touchdown run, that's great. But somehow they just really struggle on these two-point conversion attempts to run it effectively. Well, if you're Krieger, you've got to you run an 80-yard touchdown run. You run over to the coach 25 more yards. You get the play. You run it back in. You, you call the first down. You can't even barely call the play. The run, the receivers are going to make up start calling these plays. They're going to use some number system to call this. I mean, you know, I mean, these pro athletes, they come out every time after they run an 80-yard touchdown. This guy's got to go get the call and go in there and run another play. I mean, to be perfectly fair, I'm pretty sure if I even attempted an 8-yard run, I'd be gassed trying to run to the sidelines and to get the call. We're going to see the same formation. Once again, two backs in the backfield with Krieger. No drop back fade. Back of the end zone for Thomas Smith. And he comes down with her. They can say it stands. Yes, it does. Two-point conversion good. As all six foot three of Thomas Smith needed on that two-point conversion attempt. Score now stands 26 to 20. But do we have a flag again? We do. And who's it going to be on as we have... Two-point conversion does stand. We have an unsportsmanlike conduct against Patrick Henry. As I'll be enforced on the kickoff as uh, this is something you don't see often with a team led by Coach Inselman like this. I mean, he's been an institution at Patrick Henry. Yep, they're in the lead. But that's the third personal foul penalty we've seen against Patrick Henry tonight for unsportsmanlike conduct. That is... I, I'd say it's uncharacteristic, but that implies it's even been something that happens before with one of his teams. This is very odd. Usually if you see that kind of stuff, you usually see a coach getting after that kid on the sidelines. I don't even see that. It, it, you also, in football, when it's such a physical sport, you see somebody hit somebody late, you do something like that. This is just somebody running their mouth is what I'm getting yeah. out of this. Or maybe a cheap shot that we're not seeing because it's, it's a late flag and I don't see anyone falling on the ground. No one's doing their best acting jobs. Um, you know, Odell Beckham falling down, but... I don't see anything, and they're just random flags that are going against Patrick Henry. So, to me, it seems like it may be words that they're saying um, to the I, referees or towards a Macomb kid, to be my I, guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. We work in broadcasting, so I'm all too familiar with the phrase no-no words and words you're not supposed to say. 
But, again, the fact that this is Patrick Henry, a team that is very, very fundamentally sound in a variety of their ways, to see now three consecutive drives in a row between the first half, second half, and this one, ending in some type of personal foul penalty, just very bizarre. I am not used to seeing that from Patrick Henry whatsoever. Well, this is the thing thing about it. It's like you think field position matters, but both of these teams are such big play opportunities that 80 yards didn't even seem to matter. That's no. just one play. You know, like you think you're backing them up. You can give them a comb and the ball at the 50, you know, the 10, this, you know, wherever. They can take it to the house from anywhere. So that's the thing about the field position tonight. That it is. We're going to see a bit of a at midfield as Althauser got a little bit tripped up by the turf in his own right, but got to pass midfield to the 49, so it'll be first and 10 from the Patrick Henry 49-yard line. 7.30 to go in this third quarter of action. Second half being brought to you by Roto-Rooter. Give Tim Munger call 419-435-3360. And away go troubles down the drain as you have a thought, I see. Yeah, I, I just want to say this is such a quality football game. It feels like feels like Region 26 did a great job of getting the two best teams here to fight it out in this region to go to the state semifinals. Yes, they did. They really, truly did. This is about as good of a matchup as you can get as it's going to be a gain of four here for Althauser. And, I mean, that's the thing. Sometimes, I mean, I've, I've been at this enough. I'll go on a little soapbox moment here for myself. There's been some regional finals where it's just, you know it's going to be ugly from the moment you show up for the game. This one, I'm with you. It, it's phenomenal game so far. It'll be a handoff once again to Althauser. Althauser tries to take it to the outside. Whole lot of nothing there. Running the short side of the field, and I'll, I'll express one of my other frustrations I have as a broadcaster and football fan. You, you got a thoroughbred like Althauser, and you're running on the short side of the field. Give that kid some room to gallop. Run it to the strong open side. I think Burma's on that side. I think their stud run, linemen are on that side. They like to run it to the right side, but I agree. Well, while we're gibbering here with the first two rounds, then we're out third and four here. That we are. Third and four is it'll be another handoff, and that's to Meals, I believe. And this is throwing me off. McComb came out. These, these three plays in a row have all been in the T formation, double tights, coming out, and it hasn't been that successful for him. It's been more of the spread shotgun form that's worked for him. So I'm just surprised by them coming out there. Now they got a tough, you know, what is it, fourth and three? Say, say fourth and three with 6-10 to go here in the third quarter. And, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the, it's worked in some short yardage situations, but it's really been out of that spread package or the pistol package that they've been able to get something going offensively. And we're going to see them go right back into that T formation. So here we go. T formation will be snap. Now it's going to be a handoff to Althauser. Althauser, he's got the first down. He's got some room to run. 25-20, 15-10. No one's going to touch him into the end zone. Touchdown, Macomb. Braxton Althauser from 42 yards out. You don't have to worry about running it to the short side of the field. You got Braxton Althauser. Like I said, they need to stay in the team and hand the ball <laughs> off to Althauser. What I tell you, don't get the shotgun. That's what I told you. Well, but yeah, I agree. Great, great run. It's one of those things. They run that off tackle. I, what I know they do is if, if the defensive end goes in, they just block him in. If he goes out, they block him out. So Allhauser makes that read. You can't let him get outside because no one's going to catch him. It really is a matter of the snap is back, kick is up, and that does appear to be no good. So we're tied at 26 here. And, well, the math is officially mathing that overtime is back in play for you there. I, I was wondering how we were going to get to a tie game with them making extra points, missing extra points, and going for two, but we did it somehow. I wasn't sure how. Look, again, this is why I'm saying once we're off air, lottery numbers, I'll split it with you. 
We can buy neighboring houses in the Bahamas together. It'll be great. <laughs> Just re enjoy retirement as got ourselves a heck of a ball game here, folks. 26 all here between McComb and Patrick Henry to punch their ticket to the state semifinals for McComb to be their first appearance since 2018 in their state title run. For Patrick Henry, I do believe they have a 2019 or 2021 state semifinal appearance on their resume as well as well we well we got eight touchdowns so far we do in two and a half quarters so i mean you know you know buckle in fans out there i mean this is just an unbelievable game these big play offenses just chunking yards busting off big plays i mean it's not like the defenses are bad they're coming up with stops just that the offenses are making big timely plays on fourth down They've done it several times tonight but on both sides of the ball. You know what? I'll just echo a statement you made earlier. It's almost as if these are genuinely the two best teams in Division 7 Region 26. As this kick is going to be returnable for Patrick Henry. As they're going to be taken down at the 41-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 from the 41. That kickoff brought to you by Harold Floriana Funeral Home, Fostoria's oldest established funeral home, serving the area for over 100 years. So you can find them at 301 West Tiffin Street in Fostoria. As it'll be first and 10. And that was a great point you brought up as well. Neither defense has necessarily been bad tonight either. It's just two amazing offenses going at. Truthfully, the fact that it's only 26 apiece here in the third quarter, that's actually a testament to these defenses. You know, I like to reference old video games. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you used to have NCAA has had, like, game breakers. You know, they used to be starred. It's like they both have a couple game breakers that they get the open field. They're taking it all the way to the house. They can break tackles. And, you know, they got that star around them. As Krieger on the wide receiver screen to Thomas Smith. Smith, phenomenal move in the open field. Gets it to the 40, 35-30, 25-20. He's got one man to beat. He just gets tripped up by Althauser. That's his third touchdown saving tackle of the night. As Thomas Smith able to take it from the 42 down to the 13. And, I mean, first of all, I feel very old saying that NCAA football is an old video game, but that is astonishingly true. Well, you know, they used to have that little star around them. Like the little star and, and they in would the definitely game breaker. Be, it would definitely be Miranda, Krieger, and Smith, and they're making all the plays for Patrick Henry, and McComb has no answer for those three. They certainly do not so far tonight, as it'll be first and ten from the 13. Tight trips formation to the right. Krieger in the shotgun. Gets a snap. It's going to be a QB keeper for Krieger as he runs it up the middle, and looks like they had to stop on that one as a little bit of a heat check there for Krieger. Gain of three on the play, second down and seven, and... You know, now I'm just thinking about old school video games. I am thinking about those game breaks where they'd be highlighted. You see it like pulsating different colors underneath them. And just you'd just be able to do whatever you wanted on the field for those plays. It was still a PlayStation out there, people that are listening, okay? It wasn't like a Nintendo, okay? No, I, I, I am that old, but I, I'm just saying I'm still referencing uh, a relatively new game. That's all that people played in college when I was there. Hey, that's all, they played. that's all they played when I was there, too. I, I remember NCAA. That was classic, as it'll be another keeper for Krieger. This time to the short side of the field. Doesn't gain a whole lot there. Maybe two. Third down, and I'm going to say about six, based on the spots. We have 440 to go in this third quarter of action. 26-26, all tied up here from Napoleon High School, and uh, again, I mean, I'll just echo what we said a couple times. You could not ask for a better regional final at this point than what we've seen so far tonight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like Patrick, when they want to run some clock, they just run one up the middle just to get that clock run. You know, we're not going to run it outside. We're going to, you 
you know, churn a couple minutes off this clock here, and then they're going to score on second or third down or, or fourth down. Because you know it's four down territory always for Patrick Henry. That is the case, as we'll get you a scoring update here in a moment. Trips to the left. Krieger dropping back to pass. Pump fake. Throwing, and that's towards Smith, and it's going to be somehow caught by Thomas Smith for another Patrick Henry touchdown. My good, is that Thomas Smith down there or Mike Evans? Unbelievable catch. They just he faked the slant, went to, went to the corner, a little post corner, just threw it up. Credits Thomas um, Thomas Smith. He goes to the highest point and gets it. There's not a DB on McCombs roster that, that's taller than than five ten. I don't believe. And Smith standing at six three just goes up and hauls it in. The DB never had a chance. So another touchdown here makes the score now thirty two twenty six. As are we actually about to see a point after try here from Patrick what Henry? The, okay. Delgado back to kick. Has he got the toe? We used to have the old square toe when I was in school. We had the kid that would kick it with a square toe. I do remember the square toed off yeah. shoes. Those, man, those were fun. We're going to find out here in a moment. Snap is high. Kick is up. Oh, my goodness, this might be good, and it is good. So we finally see a PAT attempt from Patrick Henry. The score now stands 34, or 33-26, excuse me as well i guess he can kick a point after try I, I haven't heard that much celebration for an extra point in the third quarter for a long time there's so much time left there's so many scoring opportunities for both teams still but they got the crowd pumped up for an extra point they they didn't cheer that hard when smith jumped over top of db and caught a touchdown okay so i think the issue there is they kind of expect that from Smith. I'm fairly confident no one thought Delgado was going to make that PAT. Yeah, Smith's looking like Justin Jefferson out there or Randy Moss, whatever association you want. He's there just throwing it up. He's got the speed. He's got the height. And he's got the hands. And there's not there, – I mean, that's why I'm wondering if McComb can get somebody a little bit bigger on him to shadow him that can maybe, you know, match his verticality. I was say it almost makes you think it might not be the worst idea in the world, even though, again, he is a quarterback and – one of the primary quarterbacks might not be the worst idea in the world to get Wittenmeyer out there on him if he's got the speed to keep up, or at least at the safety position. Yeah, that's how I'm trying to look at some height of some of these guys, and just isn't a lot. Um, a lot of people over six feet tall that, that play a skill position for from Cove. And real quick, it does look like the winner of this one will have a date with Marion Local. Marion Local fourth quarter, 35 to nothing against Ansonia. It'll be a bit of an onside kick here that will be recovered by. McComb on this Harold Floriana funeral home kickoff as we do have the scoring update as well from Columbus Grove as it's now 17 to 10 in the fourth quarter of their matchup. So Columbus Grove looking to move on and hold on to what I would imagine would be somewhat of an upset win against Bluffton the way Bluffton has played this season. Actually, they, they beat, I think they beat Bluffton earlier this they year. They did, that's right. My so, apologies. They were the team right. that upset them on that one. It's a little so. closer to my neck of the woods. <laughs> of course. As there'll be another handoff for Althauser as he's going to get past the 40, down to the 42-yard line. That's just the first time I've seen McComb, I mean McComb, uh, Bluffton be successful in football in a while. They've had such good soccer teams. Um, I know that. I, I know uh, that uh, the Mike Den Dennis – Mm -hmm. Gosh, well, I can't think of his last name. He's he was football coach Bluffton. Coaches DBs at Arlington, the DB coach. So he, he's uh, connected to the Bluffton community. So another handoff here to Aldhauser as he's going to be. I digress. Sorry. Oh no! It's <laughs> the hey, you Dennis you... Lee. Thank you, God. I was going get this name wrong. He, he coached for them. Took him. He was an excellent head coach for Bluffton for a long time. So 
Make him De- Dennis Lee, there we go. You you might want to send him a card <laughs> for that. Let's one. just hope he's not listening. He's gonna bust my chops. <laughs> so it's third down and one. So we're taking the trip down memory lane here. T formation once again. Handoff right up the gut, and that will be enough for meals for a first down. First down is brought to you by Premier Bank, powered by people. You can find them online at yourpremierbank.com. Another local-ish scoring update for you. Perkins currently down 28 to 13 against Glenville in the third quarter of their matchup. And we'll get you Toledo Central Catholic versus Tiffin Columbian here in just a moment as there'll be another handoff up the gut. Really not a whole lot there for Althauser. I mean, the thing about this is going to be who, who's going to wear down, it kind of feels like, in this game. Is somebody going to get tired? And one of these teams, I know it's late in the season. You know, how, how much are they conditioning during the week? You know, are they really ready for a four-quarter game, you know? But, I mean, I, I have a faith that McComb and Patrick and are, but it's just at this time, it just feels like who is gonna, who's going to bend here? Is anyone going to break? And it really factors in as well, adding that additional playoff game now with the schedule. As we see pistol formation, this will be a handoff to Althauser. He's taken down in the backfield as the blitz is executed perfectly. As that was number 15, that is Jaden Punches, if I'm seeing that correctly. That's the thing, when you go into that, that T formation, that under center with the, the backs, you just can't afford to lose any yards at all because you're looking at three or four yards in a cloud of dust. And then when you get tackled, and by a four or five yard loss, I mean, luckily McCombs versatile enough to go to the spread. And that's where they go to right now. Spread formation, twins to the right and left. Wittenmeyer in the shotgun, dropping back. Plants his foot, looking downfield. Might have a man open as just a little while overthrown, incomplete. As that may be a big one here. We'll see if Coach Algie elects to punt it. That would be a very risky move if he doesn't. As it's currently fourth down and 13. I don't think we've seen a punt tonight. Well, we've seen, I believe, one. Was there one punt? I think we okay. saw one so far. As it is going to be fourth down, so we will see Meals drop back for the punt. Though i got to tell you, this seems like a prime opportunity for a fake as well. It's a, lo- it's a lot of yards to go, though, Matt. I don't know if they really, would really try that. But they they, they had Allhauser. He faked a little out. He had it right up the seam. Just overthrew by Wittenmeyer there for another big play. Snap is back and they are going to punt this one away. Nice end over end punt that could be returnable. It's going to take a bit of a Patrick Henry bounce and get marked it down at the 28. So it'll be first and 10 now from the 28. 146 to go in the third quarter. An opportunity for Patrick Henry to extend their lead. Currently on top 33-26. Yeah, let's see what Krieger can do here. You know, he's obviously, he's got to have over 100 yards. So does Miranda. They're really just churning the ball on the, on the ground and throwing it so they're really just, they're a hard offense to stop. They're so balanced. Like I was saying before the game, they do a, such a good job. When I, just when I think they should run it, and like I said, I do my old Tech Mobile re- reference, they do a good job. When you think they're going to run it, they pass it. When they, you think they're going to pass it, they're running it. They're doing a good job of mixing it up. You know, credit to that coaching staff. Yeah, it certainly helps when Krieger is his own Bo Jackson down there in terms of a cheat code mm-hmm. in that game. Is this going to be a handoff to Miranda up the gut? And he may have lost the ball for a moment there, but was able to come back up with it before he hit the ground. Second down and two now. Minute 30 to go in this third quarter of action. Second half brought to you by Roto-Rooter. As, again, just, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. It's going to come down to a war of attrition and just conditioning between these two teams because this has not been any breaks. It's been all gas for this entire game. Yeah, is this McComb defense going to wear down? You know, that, that's what you've got to figure out. Two back formation for Krieger, gets the snap, it'll be a handoff. That is to 
Moran's as a flag comes in at the end of the play as I believe we're going to see a hold here against Patrick Henry. As it would, no, not a hold, another chop block. You do not see that called multiple times in a game. That is surprising. As we'll have another chop block penalty here against Patrick Henry as that was actually against number 55. So they, we can hear the call and they're giving us numbers now too. As that was Adrian Delgado, the sophomore guard, getting called for the penalty. All I had to do was say we didn't hear it in the first half. I swear it wasn't there, but now that we got it, a lot of times that, that illegal block is sometimes for the offense is when you're blocking someone and someone else dies at their legs. You're not allowed to do that in high school, and that might have been what happened. There was just a lot of people in there in the box. It was hard to really make out, but that's usually what the call is on that. Yeah, certainly when you hit those high lows like that, that tends to get called as soon as they're able to see it. Krieger dropping back to pass. He's throwing it for Thomas Smith. Smith is open and comes down with it again as he carries a defender with him to the 40. Thomas Smith just cannot be stopped right now. Three touchdowns on the night already, and he's got to be all closed in on 200 yards receiving. They got Woodruff on him here, the six foot, 190 pound senior too. That's probably the tallest kid they got at DB. It's really not bad coverage. It's just a better throw and a better catch. It was just a, a, a go route on up the sideline. It was just a perfect thrown ball, and he was right there. Just like I said, great throw and catch by Patrick Henry. Thomas Smith, I'm going to call it right now. If he's not a receiver on that All-Ohio all team next week, there's something seriously wrong. Going to be a quick throw out to Landon Johnson. Johnson tries to get away from the defender. Nothing to it on that one, though. Gain of six on the play. Second down and four. As we're going to be final play of the third quarter. So three down, one to go. Or I guess in honor of your usual cohort and partner in crime, get your fours up here as we're getting into the fourth quarter of action. 33-26, Patrick Henry drive it as we step aside for a quick timeout here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. Welcome to Big B Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you. And her. And him. You see, here at Big B, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Big B Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Back we are here from Napoleon High School. It's going to be spread formation for Patrick Henry. QB keeper for Krieger as he is not going to get much of anything there. Maybe a gain of one at the most. It'll be third down and we're going to say four. As this fourth quarter of action gets underway, 33-26, Patrick Henry in the lead. Thank you for making us a part of your Friday night once again. Matt Cotman joined with me by Jimmy Nicholson as I have now complete the set as I have every color commentator under my resume once again. As it will now be third down and three from the 34-yard line. McComb looking to put a stop to this drive. Patrick Henry looking to get up by two scores for the first time tonight. That was a great play by Hepperly at defensive end to dive down and make a no-game no stop there. 
That was, it will be an option as Krieger looking to pass as it's going to be incomplete, a little underthrown intended for Landon Johnson. As it'll now be fourth down and four from the 35 yard line. Yeah, they, they tried to go a little play action there, like um, try to get the receiver down the seam, but McComb had two guys there. It was excellent coverage. It was way underthrown. I thought maybe McComb had a chance to intercept it, but just fell, fell a little short. But now you're looking at a fourth and four here. I would have liked, if you knew you were going to go for a fourth down, you probably should have ran it, made it a little fourth and two, you know, a fourth and one if you can, but tried to catch McComb, you know, sleeping. Didn't work. Yeah, I was saying the only person that was close to catching that ball may have been Octavian Gonzalez, the DB for McComb, as we're going to see trips to the right this time. Krieger dropping back, quick throw, and it's going to be caught by his receiver. That is Miranda, breaks a tackle into the end zone for the touchdown as Houston Miranda gets on the scoreboard for the first time tonight, this time in the form of a pass, making it now 39-26. And, well, now it is a bit of an uphill battle here for McComb in this fourth quarter of action. Yeah, for some reason in such a high-scoring game, two, two scores does feel like a lot see if they kick an extra point they went three wide great play call by Patrick Henry went three wide one down the solo thought they might go down to Thomas here um, Thomas Smith on the short side but they snuck Miranda out of the backfield right down the middle of the field great play call and he's wide open for the touchdown as we're gonna see a point after try once again here from Delgado snap is back hold is good kick is up and that one <laughs> was convincingly good as, okay, I, th I think Patrick Henry may have a point after kicker now at this point, as that was a nice kick once again from Delgado, making the score now 40 to 26, an official two score lead here for Patrick Henry, 11.04 to go, plenty of time left, and McComb does have all three timeouts, so you got plenty of time if you're McComb, but by the same token, Kind of need to start getting some stops here defensively because this Patrick Henry offense, they have been firing on all cylinders all night. Delgado, he takes one step and just kicks that thing. Impressive. He's probably saying, Coach, I could have been doing this all year, but they haven't really needed it anyway. But, yeah, I mean, with this high-powered offense from McComb, it's not going to take long for them if they can get something going here. I'd, look, I'd love for them to come back to the spread, see if they can get Patrick Henry's spread back out, get the ball to Allhauser in the open field. Um, you know, they, they, not that they need to score super quick, but they just got to come up with the score. And then they got to figure out a way to stop this Patrick Henry offense. Now, to per be perfectly honest, what I'd love to see is the play that Patrick Henry just scored with, with Miranda. I'd love to see them run that with Aldhauser as well. I think something like that would work phenomenally well, as we'll see. Well, when I look back on it, I look back on that third down play. I didn't like them passing it, but it, they threw it out wide. You know, they threw it out there, made them think. It might have pulled a safety over there so they could throw it right down the middle. It was more of a setup play. Um... And it set up perfectly for a wide-open touchdown. As this kick is going to be returnable for McComb as they get it past the 40 down to the 43-yard line. And looks like Shoup was on the return there as they get it to the 42, excuse me. So it'll be first and 10 from the 42. That, that's the thing. You know, that's the thing we've already talked about is McComb did stop him. Most teams punt that ball. Yeah. You know, not Patrick Henry. They're going for it on fourth down nearly every time. You know, they got four downs to get it. It's almost like talking about the, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're always going to go for it on fourth and one. They just got to get the fourth and one. They're going to get a first down. You know, tonight, Patrick Henry's like fourth, fourth down, no problem. Fourth and 15, fourth and 12, fourth and nine. They seem to be picking them all up. They're making all the plays tonight. That they certainly are. As we're going to see now, twins formation to the right and left spread formation overall. It's going to be Wittenmeyer in the backfield. Drops back to pass. Has plenty of time. He's going to throw it down over the middle, and it's going to be caught by Althauser, it looks like. 
as that will be a nice catch and run there. You called that one, Matt. You wanted to get to Allhauser, Allhauser right across the middle, and that's what they did right down the seam. I was watching down at the bottom line. Heffelud was just hanging out after five yards, so I figured he wasn't getting the ball. So then Allhauser right down the seam. Great throw and catch by McComb. They're back into their spread. This is their aggressive offense. This is where I think they can attack this Patrick Henry defense the best. Yeah, that's what they're looking to do here. It'll be Wittenmeyer once again. Three-step drop. Pressure coming. Gets away from the defender. Throws it up. And there is a receiver nearby. Did he intercept it? Hold on. No, it was incomplete. They are going to say incomplete. So it is an incomplete as that was a very risky throw from Wittenmeyer. And needless to say, them... Uh, them throwing to Althauser there. Yeah, I can't let you be the only one getting some Romo calls in on this game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, I, I was watching the quarterback. I looked at the flats. He actually had the receiver wide open, but credit to Patrick Henry. They had hold of his arm. He tried to throw it up. It was just a risky throw, almost intercepted. Same formation spread. This could be a screen to Althauser. Just a little overthrown, incomplete. As my apologies, that was actually to Meals. As now it's going to be third down and 10. The same thing. McComb was setting that up, too. They pushed the ball, pushed the ball down the field. They get the pass rush coming up to try to slow them down a little bit. You can throw a dump. You can run a draw. You can throw that screen. That's what they just tried. He had him open. He had some green grass there with Meals. Just overthrew him just a little bit. Now they're way behind the six out of third and ten. That they are. As it's now third down and ten. Ten twenty to go in this game. We're going to see McComb rotate back into their pistol formation. Woodruff in a quarterback. Gets snapped. It will be a handoff to Althauser. Althauser trying to get to the outside. Great coverage. He's able to pick up a little bit there as he's going to get maybe six before he goes out of bounds. And they actually give him a pretty favorable spot there. They said he got seven on the play, so it'll be fourth down and three here. And I'm, I'm not a doom and gloom type of person by any means as a broadcaster, but kind of get the feeling the way Patrick Henry's been moving the ball. This might be a little bit of a critical down here for McComb. Yeah, the, the game's on the line right here. I'm sure Coach Algie realizes that. When they go that double tights, they kind of bunch everybody up. They're still in that shotgun. It, they, they bring everybody in. If Krieger was out there at the edge trying to seal the edge at quarterback, you know, you got to do it all here at D7 football, and he was doing his best to try to keep Alzer inside, but he couldn't do it. Spread formation. Wittenmeyer dropping back to pass. Pressure coming. He throws up over the middle, and it's going to be incomplete overthrown. Turnover on downs, and that's a big one there. As it'll now be Patrick Henry ball, first and 10 from their own 27. 9.31 to go, already a two-score lead. Uh, we do have a final. It is Marion Local who will be moving on to the state semifinals. I'm pretty sure that's their 37th year in a row doing that in some capacity as they did win over Ansonia. We do have another update from Bluffton Columbus Grove. Is currently Columbus Grove 17-10. However, Bluffton did just block a punt with 5.30 to go in the game. See if they might be able to tie that one up. Up back formation for Krieger and company. Gets snapped. It'll be a handoff to Miranda. Miranda pushing forward down to the 29, maybe the 30, depending on the spot. You got some nice insight on this game. You, got, you know somebody there? I'm wondering where you're getting these updates. Am I not in the sweet text chain about all these updates? I'm feeling a bit left out. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> Back to the game here. I'm wondering if Patrick Henry's going to get conservative. Are they going to get conservative here? Are they going to keep pushing the ball, you know, down the field to Thomas Smith? Are they still going to do that? Are they just happy with this 14-point lead with under nine minutes to go? Well, I'm certainly going to get conservative about the text message group chat conversation, but on this one here, let's see what Miranda and company do. They do hand it off up the gut to Miranda for a gain of about three. 
on the play with 8.45 to go. And it's worth knowing, you want to talk about clock management. I mean, last week's game against Hopewell Loudon, Patrick Henry had the ball for 10 minutes and 25 seconds of the first quarter on two drives. That was it. It was, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in terms of clock management. So they can do it. It's plausible they could run this clock all the way down on this drive. I, I think that front, that front seven of McCombs, if you just try to run right at him three downs, this is even a situation where I think Patrick Henry would have to punt if they couldn't get this one in yes. their own territory. So y You would have to imagine they'd try and punt it away here. So two backs as we're going to get a false start against Patrick Henry as Delgado moved a little bit. So that's going to push them back quite a bit. Yeah, I was wondering if they were going to go on set there. That's a big That's a big one. Third and three, so much more manageable. Now they're going to look at a third and eight here. Oh, wow. Actually, they're waving off the flag. They're going to say Inselman got a timeout call in there. Wow. Okay. I uh, did not see that. I wonder if Alex is going to be mad about that, too. He, he, I haven't seen him really barking at the officials, so... Uh, Better man than I at this point. I would say that that's a testament to how close of a game it's been. <laughs> if Algy has not been going after the officials, that that's he recognizes how close the game actually is as well. As we do have most recent update is 17 to 10 still. Columbus Grove on top against Bluffton. Did check that one courtesy of score stream. Thank you for that one. As we just got this call from the PA announcers as well. So you have to check and see if my phone might be tapped here at some point from the PA crew. Well, what do you think they're going to do here on this third and short here then, Matt, if you want to be the one predicting plays anymore? If I can't be Tomo Romo, I guess you can be. But um, Well, you, you're like five for five so far tonight. I got one. I mean, this would probably be um, – I know you and I very much would be looking towards Miranda – game the ball. I'm assuming that's where they're going. I'd be shocked if they tried to pass it here in this situation. So it's going to be a two-back formation. It's actually going to be a keeper for Kriegers. He's taken down in the backfield for a big loss, so it's going to be fourth down and four now, so we, we will see the special teams unit come out for Patrick Henry. Great open field tackle by Hepperly that time, and when he closed on that, because I mean, I know how hard it is to bring down Krieger in the open field, no one's really been able to do that that well, and he did a great job there on a third and three. I mean, he breaks that tackle. He's definitely got the first down. So big stop for McComb. Plenty of time with their high-powered offense, you know, with 7.30 left. You know, only down two scores. Yeah, this is uh, certainly doable. I would say that much. Certainly a doable situation here for McComb as we're going to see punt unit come in. They are going to rotate down to max protect here. So it looks like McComb's going to be sending the house. High snap. They just get that one. Oh, my goodness, that's a brutally bad punt. As that just gets past midfield, gets a bit of a Patrick Henry roll down to the 42-yard line. I was with you. I thought that was really ugly of a punt, but they actually got a little bit of a roll, Patrick Henry roll here to get to get on the other side of the 50 because I thought it was going to go backwards for a second. But, I really uh, did, yeah, too. I'll it was one honest. of those end-over-end backward punts that went real high. But, um, you know, I mean, they, they got 55 yards to go here. I mean, like I said, Big play offense. McCombs really got to get something going here. They got to get the ball to Allhauser somehow in the open field. They need Whitmire to, to really settle in and, and complete some of these balls. He was a little high a couple times last series. So we're going to see spread formation. Twins to the right and left. Whitmire under center. Gets a snap. Dropping back. Throwing it deep. Looking downfield. And it's going to be incomplete. And a flag comes in a little bit late for pass interference. 
as that's going to be a pass intended for Althauser. And I'll tell you what, a bit of a, a savvy veteran move there for Althauser. That one was overthrown, so he made a point to run right into his defender and make it look like he got interrupted. Good job by Althauser. I mean, he watches NFL football just like everybody else. He knows you can try to get, win yourself a call, and that's what he did that time. It's not a spot foul, so it's not as a big a penalty as, as it would be if you watch an NFL game, but it's 15 yards nonetheless. Puts McComb into um, Patrick Henry territory. That it does. We're going to see same formation. Twins to the right and left. Wittenmeyer dropping back once again. Quick drop is going to be a screen out to Meals as Meals gets tripped up. Good tackle in the open field there for Patrick Henry as that'll be... Lost about one, so second down and 11. And I will say for Wittenmeyer, he does look a little, I don't want to say rusty, but a little bit out of sync right now. I'll ask you for the conclusion of this play, see what happens. Do you think maybe the QB rotation has thrown him off rhythm just a little bit tonight as we have trips to the right? Dropping back to pass once again is Wittenmeyer. He's going to throw it up, and it's going to be caught. That's Allhauser. Allhauser over the field, 15-10-5 into the end zone for another touchdown. Never mind. Wittenmeyer seems just fine. No, I was thinking the exact same thing, man. Like I said, we're already jumping into other's minds. This is the first game we've done together, but I was thinking the same thing. It's really hard to get in a rhythm when you're when you're switching out from quarterback to tight end to running back to fullback. But here's the thing. He got to get in the rhythm a little bit because he's been the quarterback for the last seven or eight plays. Mm -hmm. So he finally got in the rhythm, delivered a great pass to Althauser, and he just prances in. Like, he doesn't even hit the turbo button. He is just jogging. He's still faster than everybody for that yeah. touchdown. I'll say, you mentioned Tyree Kill early. I was surprised we didn't see the peace sign as he was jogging in on that one. Snap is back. Hold is good. Kick is up, and it is going to be good, and that's a critical one there. So we're now 40-33. to 33 on the Ropey Corporation scoreboard. I've been told not to say don't touch that dial. I'm just going to make it simple. Don't go anywhere, folks. This one is going to come down to the wire. This has been a fantastic regional final thus far. That, that, that's kind of what I was trying to allude to last time Patrick Henry had the ball. It's like, are you happy with 14 points? Do you think that's going to be enough? Do you think McComb can score more than 40 points on you? I thought they could. You know, they didn't pass the ball last series, which I'm not going to criticize. You did, you did run some time, but... Here you are now. Now McCombs, you know, one big player, another stop. We're going to have a chance to go down to tie this game. And really, uh, I mean, you've touched on it all night. You've done a great job bringing it up. The fact of the matter is McComb, they, they are not the way Patrick Henry runs. We've seen a lot of home runs from Patrick Henry tonight, but they've been a lot of ground and pound and try and grind it out, take time off the clock. This McComb team tonight is we're, we're hitting the ball. We're hitting it over the fence. Try and stop us. Do, do what you can. We are going for those quick hit high-octane plays, and they have succeeded at that for the most part tonight. And, yeah, I'm with you. When they were running it there, it's like, yeah, in theory, you could get five or six minutes run off the clock if you have an effective drive. But McComb knows you're going to start running the ball here. They're going to stack the box and well, that's, ends up that's, in points. Well, that's kind of what Patrick Henry's done. They've taken away that double tights, you know, that T formation or wishbone formation. So then McComb has to throw the ball, you know, careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And that's what they're getting. They're getting the Allhauser out on the outside. They're making big plays. In the open field, he's just nearly impossible to tackle. Bit of an onside kick here. That is returnable as he's going to be marked out. Hold on. The ball came loose. I think McComb came up with it. Is it McComb ball? Let's wait for the officials and... McComb Panther ball, it looks like right now. And it is. McComb recovers the onside kick. First and 10 for McComb from the 29-yard line. I'll give you a guess who got down there really fast and got on that football. 
I'll I'll take three, but I think I'm only going to need one. It was all Hauser just jumps right on that. The Patrick Henry player tried to do the right thing. It came to him. He tried to drop, fall down on it, and it skirted out. And then right there was Allsauer just he didn't he didn't let go of that ball. He got right hold of it. They got great field position. Man, I was gonna pick Nick Bormuth on that one. <laughs> As it'll be wing T formation, it'll be a handoff to Althauser. No surprise there, as he was just a star on that onside kick. Picks up about two, second down and eight. And I mean, just like that, McComb has completely swung the momentum on their side. That's why you love about you know D7 football. You know, you're playing both ways. You're on the kickoff. You're recovering onside kick. It's not really wasn't even an onside kick. It was a pretty far kick. Yeah. Um, and then now you're running the ball the next play. It's pistol formation. It'll be a handoff to Aldhauser once again. Cuts up field. Has some room to run as he's going to get down inside the 25. So a gain of about four on the play. Third down, and we're going to say four on this one, depending on the spot. Might be third and five. It will say third and five. Yeah, if you're just going to say they're at the 23, that, that wasn't a traditional onside kick. I mean, they kicked it 40 yards, so they got great field position here. It's definitely four down territory at the 24-yard line. So, I mean, I'd look for them to run the ball here and make it a fourth and manageable. They are in the T formation. It will be a handoff right up the gut. That is Woodruff, it looks like, as he's going to get just short of the first down marker down to the 19. So it'll be fourth down and one here with five at 10 to go in this game. And I'll bring this up because it's worth noting at this stage, Patrick Henry has burned two of their timeouts and both of them were in that third quarter to wind things down due to penalties and situations. So only one timeout remaining for them. Hand Huge off up the gut. And, one. Yeah, so there it goes. and they get it and then some. That's the same play there. It's, it's just a fullback iso to the left. The, the left halfback leads through for the fullback. It's a quick hitting play. Something, you know, everyone's moving forward. No one's pulling. They're just, it's a battle of the you know, front lines up there, and McCombs winning right now. They're kind of wearing down that Patrick Henry defense. Kind of something I alluded to earlier. Like, who is going to give up here? You know, who's going to wear down? And then they didn't get a chance to take a break because they got the onside kick, another possession for McComb again. And, you know, will McComb go for two if they score? That's the other yeah, I'll say that. Now we're starting to cook with, uh, with oil on that one there. T formation once again. Another handoff. This is to Althauser, I do believe. Or Meals, excuse me, as he's going to pick up about two, maybe three on the play. Second down. And, yeah, I mean, at this point, 419 to go in the game. McComb has all three of their timeouts. Only a seven-point deficit. Does become a bit of a question. Do you... Do you run the risk there if you do get in the They've end zone? They've missed two extra points, haven't they? They have missed two extra points. That is very worth noting. Well, they haven't given the ball. Like, when Algie sees something he likes here, or a play caller from McComb, I know it's Algie, he just keeps running it. I wonder if he's going to run back to the right here. They ran to the left two times in a row. We shall see as it's going to be a handoff up the gut this time. And maybe a gain of three at most on that one as Althauser was able to push the pile forward. So third down and again, third and five. 340 to go. I got to tell you, this kind of feels like a boxing match, heavyweight match. The the one competitor starting to set him up with a couple jabs here. I'm getting a feeling that left hook is on its way here from Algie. Well, they're at the 11-yard line. They can still get a first down. It's third and five. They got to get to a fourth and manageable here if they can. T formation once again. check with Algie. They're changing the play right now. Making an adjustment at the line of scrimmage. It'll be a handoff up the gut, and he's going to be a little bit short. It's not going to be fourth and one. It's going to be about fourth and two. As this is fourth, they're going to say fourth and a very short three here. This is, that's like, I think four consecutive plays they've ran that fullback ISO. 
they see something they like there, but good job by Patrick Kearney that time of getting off their blocks and, and stopping that for a two-yard gain. Now you're looking at a fourth and three. I, they have to be crazy not to give this to Althauser. He hasn't touched the ball here for three or four straight plays. That does seem to be the case, as it will be Wittenmeyer checking in, it looks like. So we'll see if... I'll just going to let this run down and call timeout here. Try to get his team in the perfect position here. Let that play clock wind down. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of confidence in his offense because the clock could be your friend or your enemy at this point. I was, um, in this situation. I was about to say, this, for, for the record, I want the record to state, it was sometime in the first quarter that you were calling for overtime. I believe it was 13-12 to 12 at that point. I didn't know how they were going to get the scores right, but they figured it out. Um, but, yeah, it just felt like one of those just two evenly matched teams, two quality teams, well-coached teams battling it out tonight. I mean, and the kids are laying it all on the line, putting on special performances on both sides of the ball, you know, just putting up games you dream about as a kid, and they're doing it in the regional finals. That they are. For those of you just joining us, we thank you for making us a part of your Friday. And if you're just joining us, who, doggy, have you missed yourself a game? We're just glad that you're here now. It's fourth down and three from the eight-yard line in Patrick Henry territory. McComb currently down by seven, 40 to 33, 229 to go in this game. Matt Common, Jimmy Nicholson bring you the action live tonight. And I mean, if this is the kind of game we bring, we might have to talk about trades for broadcast teams <laughs> if this is the kind of excitement we have. Oh, I always blame Lance if it's not a good game. It's Lance's fault. If it's a blowout, that's Lance's fault. But here's back to the game. They ran it to the short side three or four times, maybe even six times in a row. I wonder if they're going to come to the far side here on a fourth and three. Can they get a pitch out to Allheimer? They're going to go in their T formation. It looks like under center, which they are going T formation. The coaching. Let's see here. Going to be another handoff up the gut as I think they got, they did get it as they're well past the five-yard line down to the four. As Althauser, they called his number, but it wasn't to the open side. It was up the middle for another first down. So it's first and goal from the four-yard line. They ran into the same gap again, Matt. But this time, since Althauser's the right halfback, he had two lead blockers. Instead, they were hitting a quick hitter with the fullback. This time, they got two lead blockers. He powered through there at all of his 165 pounds. They got him listed at, I believe. Is that correct? I'll say 160 60 pounds. Yeah. Uh, let's put it this way. The amount of running he's done tonight, he's down to a buck 50, buck 45 <laughs> minimum. <laughs> T formation once again, another handoff to Althauser. Althauser pushing forward as he's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, McComb. And a flag comes in at the end here. Do we have another personal foul? This could be huge if it's on McComb because if it's on the extra point and backs him up, that's not going to be good. That would be the case, as we'll see here who they actually call it on. That's like the third or fourth time we've seen that on a touchdown afterwards. It's just a bit bizarre. And it has definitely been interesting, the amount of times that we've seen penalties called, as it will, looks like they're discussing it against, with the coach for Patrick Henry, so that does appear to be a penalty. It is a personal foul against McComb. That's a huge penalty there. As the score now stands 40 to 39, but that is going to be a personal foul. That's going to push it back 15 yards. So you're now looking at a point after try if you're just looking to tie 35 it. Yards. A 35 yard field goal here. As wow, the penalties. This, this goes back to Matt when I said earlier they needed to go for two. That one point. They did it. They put it at the kickoff, and then 
it didn't matter anyway because Krieger took it 80 yards to the house the following play. I'm sure they didn't know that, but at the time it felt like they had gave you a great opportunity to get two more points. They took the one earlier, or you could you could go back to the two missed extra points that they missed that were there was nothing wrong with them. So they are going to go for the point after try here. This is from 35 yards. As we do have a offsides. No, they're going to call a false start against Macomb. And one official comes right in. I think they're going to adjust it and actually make it against Patrick Henry, potentially, as it did feel like Patrick Henry did draw them offsides on that one. We'll see. Well, see the backlit judge was kind of called false start, but the other judge just runs in. Now they're gathering. They're trying to figure out what it is. The Macomb kids pleading the case that Patrick Henry said something, a hut, which is illegal. So now they're trying to sort it all out. I have no idea what this call is going to be. This could be a huge penalty either way, as we'll see what they end up calling. It is going to be a false start against McComb, and McComb has picked the absolute worst time for the penalty bug to bite them. So that's going to push them back five more yards. That's going to be a 40-yard field goal attempt to tie this one up at 40. I can't believe they're still going to kick this, Matt. I mean... I mean, Don't you think he's got better chances pitching to Allhauser? Almost at this point, and I think that may be the situation here is we're going to have a timeout taken by McComb. Oh, my God. Ian, they lose. The, that's their last timeout, isn't it? Second to last. They do have one left, but frankly, at this point, if you don't pull this off, you really don't have a way of stopping it outside of one timeout. And the way Patrick Henry's been moving the ball, it's... This is disappointing. Here's why I'm disappointed. Because this has just been a great game. These kids have fought on the field here. We're going to take it away for some late penalty for something I haven't even seen. These unsportsmanlike conducts. That's the third or fourth time I've seen it. I've that. never seen a game like this. It's like, just let them kick the extra point. We want more football here. We, we're not ready to go yet. I was, they're taking that away from us. I, I was going to say, these, these personal foul penalties that we're seeing on these touchdowns and on these plays at the end of the play for the touchdown, it almost seems like they're calling them for either like celebration or something like that is been and, and to be perfectly fair, they have called it both ways. There's been personal fouls against Patrick Henry. Now there's been personal fouls against McComb after scores, but I let, let the kids play on the field. I didn't see it. I don't know what it is. So yeah. maybe I'll give the credit to the officials. I'm not quite sure, but so they, they, they might, they called them more than I, than I know, but I just would rather them just let them kick the regular extra point. So they called the timeout, and they're going to try for the point after here. Snap is back, hold is good, kick is up, and that's going to be well short, no good. And that is brutal for McComb. As the score now stands 40-39, to 39. McComb down by one. Minute 48 to go, down to one timeout. And, I mean, we've seen an unintentional onside kick work to get McComb to this spot. Now you obviously have to go for the onside kick here, but you're going to go against a hands team with players like Thomas Smith who literally come down with everything tonight. I'll ask you, Jeff, do you think McComb has it in them? Can Althauser maybe do another hero ball moment here for McComb to get the ball back? You know, I'm in disbelief. I'm in shock by this well-played football game that just really ended like that. That's, yes. That's really awful to see. It really is. It's disappointing. It's disheartening um, to watch that the, the McComb kicker, you know, fall to the ground after that. You know, Coach Alger trying to scrape him back up. I mean, it would be it'd be something short of a miracle to see them try to pull something off here. But uh, 
I would probably try to kick it away from Thomas Smith, that's for sure, because they're going to try a traditional onside. But at this point, they have to. They call timeout to still kick an extra point. I thought he was going to come out and run a play. I, I don't I understand was, that timeout. If you were just going to kick it, they should have just kicked the dang thing. I was saying, I was keep that timeout. I was really floored that they did call the timeout. That, that's almost, in essence, icing your own kicker there in some capacity. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. So we'll see what McComb does here on this Harold Floriana Funeral Home kickoff. It is going to be Woodruff on the kick. And here we go, and it's going to be an onside kick. Takes a high bounce, and it is going to be recovered by Patrick Henry. So Patrick Henry, in theory, a minute 46 away from a date with Marion Local, who won their matchup against Ansonia by a score of 35 to nothing is what we saw last scoring update. That was available. Worth noting, McComb can force a turnover. It is possible, but they have a very big uphill battle ahead of them to potentially get this ball back in some capacity. And I'm with you. If this is the way this game ends, that is so disappointing. Because this has been such a fun game for it to end in an anticlimactic way like that. I guess I got my BBC biased here, so I'm just kind of a little hurt here to watch McComb lose this way. I'm with you. the other way. It's, it is what it is. But. As it's going to be a gain of one on the play. So actually give him about two yards on. So second down and eight. And yeah, I'm with you. Honestly, I'm, I'm really frustrated about that being the outcome. As McComb does take their final timeout. So a minute 42, second down and eight. In theory... McComb could potentially get the ball back with about 20 seconds left if I'm doing the math correctly in my head. They have hit the home run a couple times tonight. They have, they have pulled it off. It's just a matter of can they do it with no timeouts and potentially getting pinned pretty deep into their own territory. Yeah, they, they do 40 seconds after each play, though, right? Uh, they do. So, uh, again, in theory, with the timeout burned, you have second down, into third down, then third down into fourth down. So, I'm sorry, in reality, 80 seconds. So, in theory, they should have about 40 seconds left, not 20 seconds. But more importantly than that, you got to stop them here. And you know they're going to try and go, at this scenario, they will almost certainly try going for it on fourth down as well. So, it'll be two back formation for Patrick Henry. A handoff to... Miranda's Miranda stopped right away as both the game clock and play clock are moving. It's going to be about a two-second difference between them as the Patrick Henry players taking their sweet, sweet time getting up off the ground there. And we have a minute 15 left to go in the game. So again, in theory, we should be looking at about anywhere from 40 to 30 seconds remaining if McComb can get a stop here and force a punt. Yeah, number 33 for Patrick McCray looked like he was a little banged up on that one. but Two back formation again. It'll be a handoff once again to Miranda. Miranda spins out. He's got the first down, and that is going to do it for this one. McComb is going to fall in the regional final as Miranda was able to punch it forward past midfield. And he's going to punch their ticket to a date with Marion Local in the state semifinals. Oh, that's disappointing. 
Yeah, the Patrick Henry faithful love it, though. But oh, great job absolutely. by Miranda. It was a great job by them and, and the kids tonight. They did a great job coaching. The, the players did a great job on the field. I just hate to see this awesome game end like that. I really thought we were going to have a great ending. Just a little sour taste in my mouth, a little shock here. A little disbelief in the shotgun snap um, in a kneel. That'll wrap things up here from Napoleon. Your final, Patrick Henry, 40. Macomb 39 as Macomb's season falls short in the regional final. Patrick Henry will win Division 7, Region 26. Move on to face the winner of Division 7, Region 28, Marion Local next week in the state semifinals. And, I mean, folks, if you're listening back at home and you hear a little bit of disappointment in our voice, it's not due to this being a bad game. This was a phenomenal game. It's just how anticlimactic it ended because of the officials injecting themselves at the tail end there like that. It's a game like this should not end in that way. It's as simple as that. It's a pity that one of these teams had to lose and especially a pity that they lost in that manner. We're going to step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll bring you your Frickers player of the game and, well, I guess wrap up the 2023 football season for our broadcasting schedule here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Back we are here from Napoleon High School. Your final 40-39, to 39, Patrick Henry, a winner in brutal, sadly anticlimactic fashion after what had turned into a remarkable second half of action. Just a great game overall. Ends in Patrick Henry winning Division 7, Region 26, and Macomb unfortunately being the runners-up, ending their season in this very, very chilly Friday night in Napoleon, Ohio. Matt Cotman, Jimmy Nicholson brought you the call here tonight from Napoleon High School. And uh, Jimmy, I mean, look, we're bummed. There's no other way around it. It's we, we can admit it. We can be very public about that. This was, one, 
Oh, we love our BBC teams. We don't make a secret about it. We're very, very much in favor of BBC. We're here as a broadcast team, particularly for Macomb High School. So, but we we can be open and saying, well, that stinks. <laughs> they lost that way. But the flip side of it, this was such a great game from start to the last minute 40 of the game overall. It's just really a shame that it ended in the way that it ended. I mean, it's th that's the part for me that just kind of cr crushes me is this was such a good game, such a great back and forth. McComb makes the rally. They somehow get the touchdown. Personal foul call in the end zone. Then the false start ends up being a 40-yard field goal. McComb calls a timeout very confusingly. We thought it was to, for them to go to, for two. Still to come out and try the point after try from 40 yards away. Just, yeah, man, what a way for this to end, and what a very downer way for this one It just one feels to end. like there should be some kind of unsports line that's only five yards or something, because I didn't see anything that justified a 15-yard penalty on an extra point in a 40-39 to 39 game. But I digress. Like I said, it was a great game. Patrick Henry played well. Credit to them. I'm disappointed. I feel bad for the Macomb kids to, to lose it that way. They, you know, sadly, that extra point was probably about five or six yards away from being good. Then they went on a false start, which you can't can't really blame the rest for that because no. they did that on their own. But, I mean, impressive night from, you know, several Patrick Henry kids. I mean, you know, a surprise person you could give it to is that George Degato for coming in, kicking those extra points, which seemed to be all the difference in the world in this game. Um, like I said, we alluded to McComb maybe have a chance to go for two earlier, but Delgado comes in there. We've watched three Patrick Henrys combined. They never kicked an extra point yet. Delgado comes in with his toe bash, bashes in those extra points, and that seemed to be the difference in the game tonight. And, and honestly, let's just call it as it is, that second extra point they made, that probably would have been good from 30, 35 yards out. I mean, they had some leg behind it, which was impressive. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, a a game like this, it really boils down to just a couple plays, a couple moments, and that where we thought should have been a two-point conversion opportunity for McComb, elected to just go for the point after try. The decision to finally kick them as opposed to going for the two-point conversions for Patrick Henry, and then a false start and a personal foul. That, that really boils down to the difference in this game. And, again, a bit of a pity that it ends in that manner just because this was such a good game for it to end that way. I mean, the stat line for this is just absurd for today. It really is. Yeah, everyone was making plays all, all over the place. I mean, what a great career for Althauser to have. You know, I mean, he really did everything. He had the pick six that got him going early. They give him the ball 32 times for 189 yards rushing in a touchdown. He catches the ball two times for 68 yards with a touchdown. A pick six, like I said, for a touchdown. He's all over the place. Makes the hard run to you know, pick up that fourth down down there to that last possession. I mean, just a credit to him, just a phenomenal football career. Um, you know, I think nearly 3,000 yards and 50-some touchdowns this year. Um, so, I mean, just impressive. What an athlete. I mean, I definitely miss watching him carry the football for sure. But really, you got to tip your hat to, to a school like Macomb. And, you know, it's you know, graduating 30, 40 kids that barely has 30 kids maybe on their football team. They come out here and compete. This is one of the bigger Division Seven schools. Patrick Henry, you know, the enrollment size, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, Macomb, you know, they're always hard-nosed. And, you know, Coach Algie will have them reloaded. I'm sure next year they, they always got, got athletes and, you know, line up there to block for them. But, uh, yeah, like I said, disappointing ending. But, really, Patrick Henry, I really think the better team did end up winning. I mean, they were in control. You know, it looked, Macomb looked down and out and then made some plays. Allhauser, we didn't say Allhauser gets it onside on the kick. Onside kick as well, I mean, well, the kid's yeah. everywhere um, as well. You know, so, I mean – Really, what else can you say? McComb battled all the way through, but I really think the best team 
one tonight, sadly to say. And uh, credit to them, Patrick Henry and their coaching staff, and they made the plays. Made some nice play calls when they needed to, and um, they had, you know, like I said, three stud athletes that really performed, you know, at elite level tonight. That they did. And before we go to our player of the game and wrap things up in favor of Patrick Henry, I'd like to thank the seniors for the Macomb Panther squad. I mean, just it's this has been a fun group of kids to watch over the last four years. Blake Wittenmeyer, Wilson Grubb, Chase Woodruff, Braxton Althauser, Owen DeWeese, Logan McGill, and I do believe that's it. So this is a team that is going to be bringing back a ton of players and a ton of talent to this program. So make no mistake, Macomb is just going to reload. If anyone's hoping that it's going to be a rebuild year for them, you just haven't paid attention to Macomb football over the past 20 or so years. They just continue to reload. I agree, but Allhauser and Berman, those are pretty big shoes to fill those. for those guys that are just, um, you know, studs at, at their pet position and, you know, uh, very elite. It is. Th those are two very tough players to replace, but thank you to them. You have been fun to watch these last four years. Best of luck in your future endeavors going forward. But for this Patrick Henry team, I mean, uh, just to call it as it is, not much of a consolation prize. You get to go against uh, Marion Local, who won their night against Ansonia 35 to nothing, which means they have given up a total of seven, touch seven points, period, this entire postseason thus far, and have scored over 160. So, I mean, good, good luck. But, hey, it, you know, the way Patrick Henry's played last week, they dethroned Hopewell Loud, the number one seed tonight, took down Macomb and what turned into a very aggressive back-and-forth game. A lot of emotion, a lot of energy. I agree with you. Tonight, it is a shame to say Patrick Henry was the better team tonight. Not only were a better team by one point on the scoreboard, just over the course of the game, they really stood out across the board and really made some good plays, but... For tonight, our Frickers player of the game, I, I do believe we've come to a consensus, even though we could give it to Braxton Althauser. <laughs> Had they gotten two more points, it definitely would be Braxton Althauser. But I mean, what Lincoln Krieger did tonight as a backup quarterback, he threw for five touchdowns, ran for a touchdown, had over 200 yards passing and 130 yards rushing, including that 80-yard just momentum deflator in the... Uh, third quarter there. It's really, there's a lot of good choice. I mean, Thomas Smith had a phenomenal game, three touchdowns as well, but without Krieger, there's no chance for this Patrick Henry squad tonight. Yeah, Krieger really was the MVP tonight. He's controlling the offense. He kept him in. He gets him in and out of everything, keeps everybody calm. I love his demeanor, the way he's able to run the ball and pass the ball. Like, the passes, I mean, you can give the credit to, to Johnson out of, out of receiver because it was Smith, sorry. Thomas Smith with seven catches, 173, and three touchdowns. But those passes that he put were at high, right where they needed to be, you know, for the 6'3 receiver to come down with. But like I said, they had three all-stars tonight. We had to pick one of them, and that's the one we went with. So Lincoln Krieger will be receiving the $15 in Frickers Fun Bucks, courtesy of Frickers as our Frickers player of the game. And, well, now what? <laughs> I guess this is it for our – Fall broadcasting season, and folks, I mean, it's it's been a fun one. We had a regional final tonight. We had a state final in volleyball. Got to see a ton of incredible performances throughout the season and the fall in general. Ends on a bit of a sour note tonight, but, man, a one-point differential in a regional final. You can't ask for a better conclusion to a fall broadcast season than that. And besides, I got to end up working with Jimmy Nicholson tonight. So you know what? Silver linings across the board. 
Yeah, it was the crossover game. That's what I was telling Lance. Well, it was get, like the ESPN yeah. when they made the, the, the NFL guys do the college games and the college guys do the NFL. We made it work. It, it was look, seamless. It, you didn't even notice we hadn't worked Flawless together. execution from top to bottom. But in all sincerity, I mean, this year especially, do have a decent bit of first-timers at the helm for us. In particular, Trayvon, the Treasure Hastings, our board out for tonight and our assistant producer throughout the season over on WFOB. And, again, Jimmy, I'll even say it on air. I've been saying it quite a few times off air. Had the pleasure of getting to listen to you a couple times between you and Lance. Phenomenal work this season. It is a pity that you have to go and be a varsity basketball coach so we don't get you during the winter months whatsoever because it has been just a blast getting to work with you. Always enjoy talking with you when we have you on the sports huddle. Been an absolute treat tonight getting to work with you. I'm looking forward to more opportunities in the future and a very prosperous and successful basketball season so that way we can get you back just as quickly for baseball season and then football next year <laughs> so i appreciate ha- have compliments. a have a great run during basketball we're gonna be rooting for you guys and certainly covering you throughout the season but in the meantime it's gonna wrap things up for us here your final once again 40 to 39 patrick henry a winner tonight moving on to take on marion local in the state semifinals for my partner in crime tonight jimmy nicholson for lance morris tom grind Trayvon Hastings, Bart Wilson, and everyone back at Tri-County Broadcast Studios. Thank you for listening through this fall broadcast season. I'm Matt Cotman. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you at tip-off for basketball. What time is it? Sadly, we're out of time. Yes, you've been listening to High School Football. Right here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. And it's been brought to you by... Frickers, Warner Automotive, Blanchard Valley Health System, by Rotor Rooter, Bigby Coffee, Iron Workers Local 55, by Harold Floriana Funeral Hall, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, by Grit, MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, by Campus Poly Eyes, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, by Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us again next time for another great matchup of high school football. A production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.